Welcome everybody to episode 77 of the Bomb Show Podcast. I'm Back in e- studio. Back in studio, <laughs> man. I'm your host, Nick Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi. How are you feeling, my friend? Um, you know, I took a I took a nap today after I got off the plane. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was feeling pretty uh, pretty tired, but I got a quick nap in. Now we're back uh, on the pod. So th- we did pod last week because you were you uh, we capping right. You, you streamed the bundle, which they, they didn't release didn't it. come out right. Yes. It didn't come out. So yeah, I mean, if there's ever a big release on a Friday, we'll typically stream that instead. But mm-hmm. yeah, last Friday we got bamboozled. Uh, this $30 bundle, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. We thought it was going to drop that Friday. They ended up releasing, what was it, the what was that? The Dark Rituals 2-pack instead. Yeah. And that was meant to come out this past Tuesday. So what happened was they just swapped the release dates, which is fine. But yeah, we ended up getting bamboozled. We could have done a pod last Friday, but it is what it is. Uh, back and ready to go, man. Uh, one thing that I want to go over real quickly is the fact that we will be at COD Champs 2023 mm-hmm. in Vegas, June 18th. It's a Sunday. Um, how excited are you for that? That's gonna be that's crazy. Um, you know, I've never been to a COD event before. I've never been in, in that in that type of environment. You went there. You went to Anaheim back in BO4, right? Oh yeah, 2019. And, yeah, Long 2019. Time ago. Long time. Ago. And obviously, you've been to COD next, so you you kind of you understand that sort of dynamic. Yeah. Uh, which I I don't know that dynamic yet with a whole bunch of like uh, that's gonna be people crazy. around the game because it's just it's so new to me. And plus, I've never been to Vegas before, so it's gonna be absolutely insane. For- I'm so excited. <laughs> It's gonna be crazy. Huh? First time in Vegas for a COD event, man. Can't get any better than that, right? That's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. No, that's great, man. But uh, yeah, so that's coming up. Really looking forward to that. You'll be back here for, I guess, a pod in June, and then a couple days after that, we'll be going to uh, we'll be going to Vegas for that event. So that's, mm-hmm. that should be exciting. Also, speaking of events, DMZ had its first community event a good couple of days ago from May first, lasting until May seventh, which is this Sunday, I believe. There is a loot for good event. It's for the Call of Duty Endowment. It is a Really cool opportunity for a charitable cause. Um, we were streaming that, when was it? On the first when it started. Um, it's a community-wide event, meaning that anybody out there could take part in it. And the way it works is pretty simple for those that didn't know. All you have to do is extract with at least $30,000 in cash in a match of DMZ. And on your behalf, Activision will donate a dollar for every one of those matches that you extract 30k in for a maximum of 10 matches, aka $10 per player. Mm. Um, upon your first extraction, you will get your hands on a free calling card. It'll load right away in-game, which is awesome. We did a stream on that a couple days ago, which was really cool. So all you have to do is extract, not that hard, free calling card for doing so, and it's for a great cause. So really cool to see DMZ getting some love um over by the studio but for some creators out there like myself we were able to do giveaways during that stream free cod points free endowment bundles really cool opportunity um you actually were with me for like the first five six games so yeah we ended up getting that done that, that was a great time and then the first game we played i had that crazy like back to back to backs solo squad kills that's right that that's was right. Uh, that was insane yeah i was um, so salty i missed out on that pvp because uh i'll put that footage up right here actually um i was on keyboard and mouse by mistake and of course you can't change your input on uh it starts right here. It starts, yeah, it starts right here. <laughs> Absolute massacre this guy was going on. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the obsession was with this area of the map, but every enemy decided to push you at this point. I don't know what happened. But, uh, yeah, what a great way to start the loot for good event for the COD Endowment. Absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, the first game. Yeah, first game. How's everybody feeling in chat, though? What's going on, man? It's a hot summer day over here in Illinois. It's a good almost 70 degrees here. Um, GJ Gaming said about the Victus XMR. Sorry for saying it was the worst sniper. I was thinking of the Signal 50. That's all good, man. The, XM, the, the Victus is pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> Vegas, do some casino. Yes, yeah, so we do a casino stream, dude. We'll just we'll just go start gambling, bro. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I, 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 I can't. I'm not 21. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Mario, congrats on that again for that 2,400 COD points. I did I did DM all the winners that messaged me from this stream. Um, if anybody didn't message me, then I just kind of have code sitting around waiting to be used. Um, if they don't message me in a couple days, you know, we'll give them more time, and then we'll, we'll go and reroll some winners. But uh, as of right now, I, uh, quite a few winners have, have messaged me, so they should have their endowment packs or COD point bundle, uh, whatever the case is there. But um, also, aside from that, we do have uh, a really exciting project in the works this summer. Mm. Um, we won't be talking about it until probably June when it's ready to launch. Mm. But uh, yeah, how are you feeling about that, man? Kind of uh, anticipating the summer. It's it's Things are just around the corner. Things we've, we've had planned for a while. I yep. uh, can't wait to share more about. How are you feeling? I mean, I, I'm like you said, I don't, I don't want to say too much about it because uh, we're going to make sure it's a surprise when everything's nice and ready to go, ready yeah. to launch. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a big collaborative effort between me uh, and DK and uh, our buddy Harrison. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. I don't think anyone's really expecting what we're gonna do. Obviously, yeah. if you're if you're close friends of ours, you probably know what we're doing. But that's besides, <laughs> that's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. A lot of people are, are not gonna expect what we're, what we're gonna be starting. So. Mm. Um, Thumbs up. It's, de it's definitely something that has not been done by your average content creator or graphic designer or Call of Duty fan. It it's it's something COD-related, which you guys will be excited about, but it really hasn't been attempted before, so we're really looking forward to seeing uh, the reception to, to this project relatively soon. There might be some good guesses uh, every once in a while, but I we won't say much more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, there was also some interesting reports that came out today. Uh, we actually saw this as I was picking you up. Uh, let's pull this report up real quickly in regards to the Call of Duty League and even the Overwatch League. So there was a statement put out by Activision. Our collaborative arrangements for our professional esports leagues, Overwatch and COD, continue to face headwinds, which are negatively impacting the operations and potentially the longevity of the leagues under the current business model. We continue to work to address these challenges, which will result in significant loss, or excuse me, significant costs, and such efforts may prove unsuccessful. So the first thing I want to say is, Maybe it was a mistake that they went to franchising after Black Ops 4. They started franchising with Modern Warfare 19. Do you think that was a mistake? And now they're maybe going to go back to what it was like before? Or are they just going to cut their losses and stop the league entirely? I mean, what do you think this is referring to now? This is nuts. Uh, I mean, there was recently a lot of controversy around AI being in the World Series of Warzone. It yeah. crashed the entire server. Um, everyone got booted out, so I'm not sure if it's relating more to gameplay aspects of, of the actual game or outside of it, like you said, franchising. I didn't think about it in franchising sense because I thought that was a that was a net positive for Call of Duty as a whole. But maybe it, it could go either way. It could be more gameplay sided, or it could be more uh, outside focused, where a lot of money is going to things. Maybe they're not seeing things. Yeah. Uh, profit like they want to, which I, I, I wouldn't really understand that because it seems like the CDL has been doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, like hitting new viewerships, new like hot big big viewership numbers, peak viewership numbers. So I, I don't know. It's very it's very weird thing to, for them to come out and say today. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I, no, I, I wasn't either, and I'm curious about that deal that they had with what was it YouTube during I think it was just Cold War cycle, where CDL was only being streamed on YouTube, not Twitch anymore. Yeah. That didn't get received all that great. So I wonder if money was spent on that. It, it just didn't flip a profit. And then now they're like, all right, now that we're back on YouTube and Twitch, now let's try to get back to where things were. But maybe it's it's a little too late now. Maybe they, they've they really lost a, enough as it is. I, I really wonder, though. But um, you're right, though. Viewership has kind of skyrocketed for, for Ranked. Yeah. Uh, especially with Treyarch's version of Ranked Mono for 2. I think viewership definitely skyrocketed for it. But... Um, was it too little too late? That's kind of scary. I mean, how would you feel if they just got rid of the COD League? What, what if the COD League just stopped? I mean, that would put people out of a job for sure, but what, what if it just stopped all of a sudden? How, how would you <laughs> how would you react to that? I mean, that, I, that would be kind of one of those things where 
that would be really like everyone in the community would be talking about that. Like the CD, CDL disbanded, franchising's gone. That would be massive. Yikes, and dude. I, I, I really don't see that happening at all. I don't yeah. see that happening, but if it does, that would be probably the biggest thing um, that's happening in Comp Cod for a while. Yeah, no, that, 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 would, that would be a little rough. But also, going back to what we mentioned earlier, real quick. So the World Series of Warzone got postponed because AI crashed the server. Yeah. Does, does this scream to you the AI just needs to go? In, in Warzone, or, or do you think that they're going to continue doubling down on AI to where it, it potentially keeps causing issues like this and it'll just keep it the way it is? I mean, do you think this is a clear sign that they need to go from BR? Um, yeah, I, I, I saw the other day where the timeline erupted with all the, the complaints and everything about the, the AI and how AI shouldn't belong in, in Warzone. But it's uh, I, I think once it starts actually affecting the game to where yeah. you, you can't even finish games everyone's getting booted out everyone's getting kicked out yeah i think you should take a step back and look at uh what the ai is actually doing to the game if that is the sole reason for it right um because right. it could just be you know a poor server issue uh due to ai but maybe if they had better servers they could still have ai right right um right but i guess the, the quick fix would just be taking out ai but then there's a whole bunch of other things that come with like the strong like what are you gonna do about strongholds and you know that type of right. stuff so yeah, no, that's 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 definitely nuts, man. I, I was gonna say, I'm like, well, if they get rid of AI completely from Warzone but keep it in DMZ, I feel like a lot of people would be okay with that. But then, like you said, strongholds, black sites, you just get rid of those concepts altogether inside yeah. of whatever. I don't think people would be that upset if they just got rid of strongholds and black sites in Warzone. I don't think anybody would care. Um, but Skyte and Jet saying Fajardi iced out. Look at this guy, man. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, yeah, brother? We're both, we're both iced out. Jeez, yeah. man. Somebody, what time is it for Skype? Jesus. Yeah, it must be late, man. It must be late. Yeah, it's it's actually uh, crazy that Surgical Duke just tweeted me this. Deviation Games hired James C. Burns. And I like how they put AKA Sarge. So is that just his nickname going forward, even though you can't really call him Sergeant Woods anymore? But uh, very interesting tweet from uh, Surgical Duke. Oh, let's see. The, what's up with this video? Hold on. Should I even play this? Let's see. Yeah, I'm still around. Then I've been busy working with uh, another company. It is a, it's a video game company. I'm not going to say which one, but I've been working for them in some different capacities. Um, Sarge's Corner will, will be back. We'll be up and running very soon, probably a week or two. Got a new format, doing some new interesting things, and we can talk about it then. Huh. Until then, you know, fitness of mind, fitness of body, fitness of spirit. You got this. Burns out. I mean, it just reminded me that Deviation Games has a game in development. I completely forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, ever since Blundellov, I just completely forgot. Um, but yeah. What did uh, he say? He just said that he, uh, you know, he's postponing his podcast for a little bit. He'll bring it back soon, and he's working with Deviation. Jesus. I wonder, what, uh, I, I, I wonder what, what that means. Yeah, I, I really wonder. What, yeah. I thought you were able to. I, I, put, I put the volume up. Thinking well, yeah, I, hear, I can hear uh, uh, it was faint. Words, but... yeah. yeah, I was a little faint. Um, but yeah, it, very interesting. Very interesting. Also, as a reminder, don't forget, chat, we got new merch available on DKDynamite.store. We got bomb plushies. Those will be shipping out in the next, like, week or two. And then, uh, you know, shirts, hoodies, accessories, shorts, AirPod cases, whatever the case is. A summer refresh of merch is also coming out in the next couple of weeks. I'll be announcing that shortly. And a new partnership they just got announced with Apex Gaming PCs. People like myself that were completely new to the world of PC. I know you're not, but I definitely was a few mm -hmm. months ago. Or 
actually about a year ago now that I got this PC. Yeah. Um, it's, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, for those that are new to the world of PC and they're like, hey, can I just jump into, you know, uh, uh, you know, a certain PC company? Can I get somebody to build me something that's suitable for COD 2.0 content creation? We got three fully customizable builds over at Apex PCs. And that link is, of course, in the description of the stream. Nuclear Bombshell and Detonated, each featuring different components, of course. Obviously, from greatest to, or excuse me, from least to greatest in terms of builds. And again, fully customizable. You can use Code Dynamite to save up to $250 off per purchase. And you can finance for as low as $34 a month. So for those that, again, um, you know, have to look at their budget to see if they can afford a PC, Apex is definitely here for you in case you guys want to go and pick up your first ever gaming PC or just an extra one. Um, so there you have it. Their quick little reminder for those that are new. It's honored to work with them. And also, Trophy on updates. What are your thoughts on the latest buff to the Trophy on event? That kind of yeah. just rolled out. Um, so they, all they did was just double the amount you can earn in a match, right? And across every single mode. Yeah. So I mean, th that's pretty cool, I, I suppose. Um, the I'm gonna be able to get my a thousand thousand trophies because I'm not at my setup, but. Um, hop on the PS5. I, I you know, <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking about. Uh, I, I want to hop on controller, uh, back on controller this trip, and see and see how uh, how easy it is. Yeah. Um. So I might I might hop on the PS5. Yeah. But yeah, trophy hunt event. And, you know, we got that we got that a refresh coming up and, and the buff. So they really want people to get those all those rewards. Uh, I'm not sure if the a thousand trophy reward is actually <laughs> worth it. It's more just like, hey, I kind of got this. Just that I got it. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. But you can see there, 24 in, in DMZ, what, 12 or 12 in MP and uh, 32 in BR? It, BR is weird. BR, I'm seeing different amounts per match. So I think it's bugged. But, like, BR and Resurgence seem to have different amounts. Yeah. Uh, which is really strange. Um, but, yeah, I, I know what you were saying on stream was funny because when we, we first spawned in on shipment, we were like, hey, let's check out the, the trophy update. Six. And it looked like more were popping out of enemies when you killed them, which I think was always the case anyway. They, I think, what, two or three pop out per enemy? Like yeah. two or three will just shoot out of them once you uh, once you kill them. Which I thought we saw it was just one. I thought the same thing, and apparently uh, we've been killing people and they're dropping two or three. And <laughs> I didn't I didn't even really realize, but I guess it is what it is. Um, Sniper said I'll grind it with you. Wait, how many how many tokens are you at? Uh, I'm at like six hundred. I'm at like two hundred. I, I was at I was at seven hundred, but then the, the new set of challenges came out, or the, the new set of and you bought, came and you out. bought I bought all of them in one go. Um, Not bad. Yeah, but I, I got I was grinding DMZ. That's how I got so many of them because DM, DMZ is peak. Yeah, I mean. all we have to do this Sunday is hop in building twenty one for I believe it's gonna be about four and a half hours. <laughs> I mean that, that that's in game time though. If we're, if, we're, if we're counting that every match is seven minutes, and we're getting twenty four trophies per match, then all we have to do is just just keep going in X building ASAP. Um, it's the fastest strap shipment TDM maybe, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I flew out of the way out here to play B21. Yeah, flew out. Yeah, I mean, it's only for one day because the map's gone on Monday morning anyway again. So sure, see you next weekend. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. See you again next now next weekend there. Um, but also, kind of reiterating on something that that we discussed a little bit was it two weeks ago now. Um, the whole pay to win controversy for DMZ. How are you feeling about that now that it's been a little while? And the Rose Bundle hasn't come out yet. That one I believe comes with the UAV every time you spawn in. How are you feeling about the? Uh, the pay-to-win controversy now that it's been a little while since that got announced. Um, I feel like people are still uh, quite upset about it, but I mean, like my, like I said, my stance hasn't really changed on it. Yeah. Uh, since the last podcast, so I don't want to like repeat myself over and over. No, yet. sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I would only think it it, it crossed the boundary of pay-to-win if those items are only available in that bundle. Yeah. 
Um, like for yeah. example, if you can get a, a backpack that ha that's if, if you if you buy a bundle that has an ultra large backpack that has double the size of a large backpack, right? Exclusively for that bundle, yeah. Then I think that's pay to win, right? Right. Um, but more it's like pay to progress. It's pay to, um, you know, pay, pay to pay to get into the action faster, um, right? Which people could argue that that's a good update only because there's folks out there that don't have much time to actually grind DMZ. If they're, if they work a nine to five, maybe they play during the week, maybe not most of the time playing maybe on weekends mm -hmm. and hopefully they play building 21, but then it comes down to a point where you're like, all right, do they have enough time to actually rack up all their loot through all their active duty slots? Or would they rather just spend 20 bucks to kind of get a head start? So it's kind of good for those people, but I like your point a lot about how it's content you could still grind for free in the game. Yeah. It's like if they would have changed the bundle system where maybe with bundles, right, you can choose to spend 20 bucks on the COD points or let's say do a difficult challenge to get a bundle. If it was like that, people wouldn't be that mad about how, how much bundles cost and what's in the bundles themselves, right? But yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of a, a follow-up on, on, that, on that point. But I still think, like you said, people are still kind of going off on this online that the dmz is kind of ruined and it's like maybe in a few months we can really determine if like dmz is ruined if everybody's running the, the yeah, beta I think, impacts but, i think uh, it starts to become an issue when you start putting tempered vests in in the bundles you start putting uh scavenger packs in the bundles yeah um then i then i think it starts to get to a really big issue because those are yeah. those are high tier like end game loot for dmz right right and to, and to be able to get them off the spawn i think that's a little bit too far for me yeah um i mean i would also like to reiterate i've said this uh past uh in the past on my on my uh my take on the last podcast is that i, I would rather them not be in the game at, yeah. at all yeah but we got to understand that they're going probably going to be going forward and they're not going away. And they probably sold well. Yeah. <laughs> they probably already sold well cuz like yeah. it's also it's also hard when uh you have a bundle like the classic the classic ghost so with, so regardless. With yeah, yeah. which a, a shit ton of people would have bought anyway, but then you add those DMZ features onto it, so it makes it look like people like bought it for the DMZ features, but yeah, it's kind of like yeah. we don't even know. Right, right. With something like uh the ghost, but no, that is I will a fair say, point. That 3000 codpoint bundle should have had at least some DMZ stuff in it. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to get into that too, but first, uh, you know, to, to finish the point I was going to make, imagine if you were able to buy the St. Patrick Sniper that's a one-shot. Imagine yeah, if you were able to buy that, that, that would have been way too far. So we haven't gotten that far yet. But to the point about the 3,000 COD point bundle now, um, how shocked were you that this costs, I mean, 30 US dollars is what for you, 43 so, Yeah, something crazy like so that. So you're paying a little over half the price of the game for this bundle. The argument that was made by an Infinity Ward dev, I think I put it in this video as well towards the end. Um, and I even put in the video, don't be disrespectful to him because he doesn't call the shots here. But his debate was that it cost them much because it's a reactive skin. And some of the best traces they've ever done, the death effect is fantastic too. Do you think that's a good enough reason to charge 3000 when in the past we saw some reactive skins in what Cold War and Vanguard? They yeah. didn't cost 3000 God points. So what do you think about that reasoning that that's why they, they charge that much? Yeah, I mean, one bundle. It, it, it's like uh, like you said, it's probably not up to him. He probably didn't make this bundle and say, oh, this has to be 3,000 COD points. Right. Um, but he was just saying that and sort of like they probably went with this pricing because it yeah. has reactive skin, has crazy death effects, right. best tracers. Um, right. So someone else probably made that decision. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I think I, I always think that the ceiling for COD point bundles should be 2,400 and it should not exceed that ever. Yeah. Um, because now, if you, if you have zero COD points on your account, you, you have to buy uh, 2,400 and 1,100 or 5,000 to buy one bundle. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's rough. 
That's yeah. right. Either way, you can't buy an item directly for the amount it costs. You have to you have to buy or kind of like cod points yeah. that can can fund it. But yeah, you got to dance yeah, around it a little bit. But with the twenty four hundred cod point ones, you can always just buy that twenty dollar pack and be done. And buy in, but yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Unless they change the way cod points work, where like you can buy them in like sums of like five hundred, uh, which you can, but. When it comes to that twenty four hundred, it's like you're gonna buy twenty four and a five. That's twenty nine. You're still you're still still short yeah. hundred. It's ridiculous. But uh, no, with this bundle though, I mean, it's crazy because you would have thought maybe the DMZ pay to win elements would justify a bundle being three thousand cod points, right? If you think about it, if a bundle's already stacked with the value of like a typical twenty four hundred pack, but then they add the backpack on top of that, or the UAV, or a durable gas mask, or or a self revive. That could have maybe pushed the 2400 to 3000 but we haven't seen that. So I'm curious, right? Do you think there'll be a 3000 COD point pack that has, like, multiple DMZ benefits? Like, a backpack, self-revive, and a UAV? Imagine that. Actually, yeah, imagine I, that. I mean, I, I wouldn't... I would be lying if I say I, I wouldn't like that. Uh, mainly for the reason of I just love DMZ, and I think... Yeah. Uh, you know, if it was a really... If it was a, it was a, if it was a bundle like this that were 3000 and it was, like, I don't know... Oh, purple lightning themed, yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, you know, purple's my color. I, I gotta, I gotta represent. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, purple, purple got me in a chokehold whenever they had that in the bundles. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, three thousand cod point bundles if, with DMZ pay to win elements in it. Um, especially if they have, if they spawn, uh, if, if they start spawning your character with self revive UAV and a backpack. Right, right. Imagine that. Then, then that's. I, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't. I, I don't like that either. I think that's a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's already too far. Uh, even yeah. In the, I, in the first place. But. I like that it's at least like, you know, one benefit per one operator. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, if they, if they start doing what's like multiple benefits per the one operator, everyone's going to be playing as the same operator forever. The interesting it. thing is that the, the, the system only works because of active duty slots with the, with the bundles. True. Because they wouldn't have worked before. Right. Um, because uh, the because in season three they kind of added an identity to all the operators that you play as in your active duty slots. Yeah. Um, which wasn't there before in season one and season two. So yeah. You know, having uh, you know this character that spawns in with a backpack gives it a little bit more depth. I keep burping because the goddamn ginger all the ginger ale. Yeah, all the ginger ale, man. You're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, I I I. I, I I don't know. I'm torn on, on the pay to win on the pay to quote unquote pay to win stuff because yeah. I would I would like for it's, it goes back to that thing that we we used to have been saying that is DMZ in a bad spot that's why they're doing this or is it in such a good spot and that's why they're doing they're like it? juicing it more yeah yeah I, yeah. I think uh, time will tell but if DMZ gets cut off fully after this game cycles over then maybe you can argue. It wasn't doing great, and they introduced those bundles before they're going to cash out and dip. But if it gets support, even while the next COD releases, then you could say, okay. Because think about it, DMZ is not necessarily attached to Modern Warfare 2. It's to Warzone, yeah. and that's going to get updates forever. So we'll see if DMZ gets support in the next, you know, how many months are we from? Like four months from the next Call of Duty or five months ish? So yeah, what? we're, we're going to see. What's up? Jesus. Yeah, I know. Cause it, uh, five months. June, nice July, time. August, September, October. Yeah, five, six months. That's crazy. Five, six months. Yeah, not, not bad. Um... Imagine the next zombie operators with extra self revives. I feel like they're they're setting that up. I will. I, mean, I will say that if they keep a, an active an active uh, duty system yeah. in, a, in a in a zombies type mode, you're 100 percent going to see you know character specific special abilities like specialists. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
like like this like this operator has Ring of Fire, and you know you change right. that operator the active duty slot right. if they were to do a, a big outbreak mode in the like DMZ, except replacing all the Shadow Company and Alcatala with Requiem or whoever with yeah. or yeah or yeah someone like that or zombies or zombies just or just yeah I'd love to see that. Hopefully they have a zombie season. That'd be sick. Curtis ended up uh, putting a point in chat. He said, stop calling it pay to win. Stop calling it pay to play. It's none of that. All it is is a kitted up character by having it equipped that doesn't make you win more than any other character. Okay, True. fair. But to go back to a point earlier, right? It's not pay to win because you don't really win in DMZ. You can you can actually get killed in a match with DMZ, robbed fully, revived by teammates who somehow survived, and you can exfil successfully without anything you spawn in with. So you could still be in a match and like exhale successfully with nothing. You know what I mean? If you get robbed. So if anything, it's like pay to pay to boost. I think you made that point earlier. It's like, pay it's a progress. boost. It's a boost. Yeah. Pay to progress. Yeah, I think, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, my allergies are horrible. Yeah. Jesus. I feel that too. My, my allergies, nose, yeah, horrible. Horrible I, today. Yeah. My nose gets really dry. Yeah. Um, my God. Excuse me. Yeah. I forget. I forget what, uh, what I was going to say. It was, yeah. it was to that, it was to that point. Yeah. Well, well, I guess you guys are never going to hear that tidbit of information. Yeah. Lego, has, Lego said, just move these bundles to Warzone, spawning in with the self, and these weapons would have way less effect than what they do in DMZ. DMZ is the only mode that has a really massive pay-to-win effect on. I mean, yeah, I, I want to say, again, time will really tell what what kind of effect all this had. Um, I know I personally haven't... I play a lot of DMZ, and I haven't really seen it affect gameplay that much. I, I You know, I've outgunned people with three-plate tempered or tempered vest while I have a one-plate. You know, the gu gun skill still matters. Um, yeah, I remember what I was gonna say now. Go for it. That uh, you mentioned the thing of you don't really win in DMZ. Yeah. Which I actually consider if if I spawn in with nothing and exfil with a medium backpack, I consider yeah. that a loss. Like if I if, if, you have a, if you have a medium still when you exfil. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So got it. You know, you you may start with the the medium and it doesn't really make you quote unquote win because the medium is not crazy big. It's not like you can right, carry. Right. Right. I, I mean, you can carry a weapon, I guess, but fair. Um, not fair. Yeah, I'd like, to like, I'd like to reiterate that yeah. we, we wouldn't like them in the game. We're just kind of justifying because they're probably not going to go away. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think they are. I'm sure they sold pretty well. But also, another really huge update in regards to DMZ that uh, we didn't get to talk about last week, obviously, because we were streaming that bundle countdown that didn't happen. So, you remember this. It was about three weekends ago. We were spawning into Building 21, and yep. all of a sudden, it would instantly give you a three-play vest, large backpack, and a decked-out Fennec. Yep. A week after that, spawns building 21 and that new overhaul got removed you no longer spawn in with anything mm -hmm. like that or you're no longer given anything when you spawn in so at first we were like hey was that a one weekend exclusive offer to kind of counter the controversy about the pay to win bundles or was that actually a glitch that somehow happened that spawned us in with things that yeah. we can expel with and take into other matches as we please with our active duty slots. I now, mean, what are, what are that, that was a very peculiar situation because at first I really didn't like how Building 21 uh, played when you spawn in, when everyone spawned in with max gear. Yeah. But I got used to it yeah. and it actually created for a lot of really fun PvP moments where you can just yeah. rush right out spawning. You don't have to worry about opening up a key card, opening up uh, the, you know, the, the black card door. Yeah. Um, any of that. You can just... Have your Fennec run. You can get a pick, run around a corner, and you you, you play really uh, fun that way. So I got used to it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then next next weekend, I was preparing for them to do it again, and I spawned in with absolutely nothing. I'm like, well, right. this kind of this kind of sucks now. Um, but then I got then I got used to it. What it was like before, but yeah, very yeah. interesting update. I I think 
it's funny to me that the DMZ pay to win stuff was a such a, a height, obviously when the season launched. Yeah. Um, but uh, the building twenty one also launched with this feature, spawning in with a full loadout. So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, you can buy these quote unquote pay to win bundles, <laughs> but or you can just spawn or, in, or you can just spawn in building twenty one and get it all for free. Right, which I, I kind of get. Right, that kind of gives building twenty one a purpose when it's exclusive to just Friday mornings to Monday mornings, right? If they're like, oh, yep. why, why is the map only accessible on certain days? Get full that, kitted. Because you get fully kitted out. That's a decent enough reason. But at the same time, it was like, well, that defeats the purpose of the secret rooms. Exactly. Or, or, or even the PvP, for example, because all you have to do is just spawn in, hide, and then exfil. You don't have to face any other people because you spawn in with a, th a three-plate, a backpack, a, a fennec. You can just spawn in, hide, exfil. You don't have mm -hmm. to do any missions, kill any AI. You don't have to go open secret rooms to get kitted out. So the regain system was drastically different. Yeah. And now that's gone. And then, and then you know, hold whatever thoughts you have on that. Then all of a sudden, somebody reached out to Activision. <laughs> they reached out to Activision support saying, hey, I can't access Building 21 anymore. And I know we talk about this map like every podcast because this map's always like it's some controversy. Every I mean, week. I feel it's like a, we're, we're going to uh, talk about the the new. We don't even know what the new area coming yeah, is. Yeah, that's a it's great. Gonna be, yeah. It's going to be the same situation. We're Ridiculous. Talk, we're talking about it for the next few months. It's hilarious, dude. <laughs> so people, I mean, I, I didn't know about this until I saw tweets about it. People, I guess, were being locked from playing the map because mm -hmm. they didn't own Modern Warfare Two, and I'm like, wait, you don't have to own anything to play Building Twenty One. Yeah. Just just have Warzone installed. So. Activision support then replies by saying, to play Building 21, you must first purchase MW2, if not only the regular DMCs available to you. We're like, see, what was that stealth change? Like, where did that come from all of a sudden? See, I, I don't, this is what confuses me, this email, because then they later came out and said it was a bug. Yes, the, the, the Trello board, I have a picture of that somewhere in this video, let me find it. The Trello, yeah, here we go. Look at the, read what that says. We are aware of an issue preventing some Warzone players from accessing Building 21 in DMZ when encountering a missing DLZ pack message. It was mistaking the map for multiplayer. So that's why it was giving you that bug. That, so you have an Activision email on one side and you have a Trello board message on the other. Which one were you, at first, I know we know the answer to it, but at first, which one were you trusting at first? This is a tough one. It's a I tough mean, one. I'd like to think it was a, it was a bug the entire time, and whoever wrote that Activision support email just got just doesn't know what Building Twenty One is. Yeah. Um. So I'd, I'd like to think it was just misunderstanding the entire time. Yeah. Because Building Twenty One wasn't. It was never said it was going to be exclusive to Modern Warfare Two owners, and even then, I, I it's really sad to say that there's really like no reason to play Building Twenty One at all. Um. There still isn't, and I and I fear it's going to get even more obsolete once they add uh, the the immortal complex. Yeah. And this and this uh, new update coming out next week, but yeah, it's like building twenty one, man. It's we're seeing it in real time now with the new area they're adding with the with the marketing where people don't know what it is. Right. But we all, we we understand the game, and we have you have to try to explain this, and you you can't even explain it. Even you don't even know what it is. Yeah, and that's a huge. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I, we don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a huge topic we're gonna get into. I'm looking for the tweet where they confirm Building Twenty One is remaining free to play. It's somewhere here, but yeah, it, it's weird when when within Activision. Right there. Here it is. Oh no! See, this is what this is what we just had in the video. Where's the? 
there's there's a message they put out that like confirms this thing for yes. you, unless that got deleted. Yeah, like a uh, building twenty one is pretty much just a, a PvP arena. I I agree, and I think that's why build, that's where building twenty one shines the most. Yeah. Um. But then I, I mean I saw a few uh, a few people saying on Twitter that they wanted strictly PvE. Oh, yeah. I don't understand that because I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that because I feel like people are already against AI so much. They'd rather people are against AI in general for COD two but they'd rather put up with them in DMZ than Warzone, right? That that's a fact. But it feels like every season the same complaint comes up. Oh, AI got harder. AI got harder. Mm-hmm. This is annoying. So why would you just want to play against hard AI on Building Twenty One? Don't you want that spice and that that excitement from PVP? Like I, yeah, I'd rather. I, think, I mean, I think the PVP VE is 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 amazing on Building Twenty One. Yeah, like, pretty much hundred percent of the time the PVP yeah. VE on DMZ is amazing. Um, right. Because I mean, if you if you know if you understand the map and you know how to, you know, navigate it well, yeah. you're you're gonna know where the enemy spawns are. You're gonna know where the uh, the operator right. spawns right. are, and right. you gotta play around it like that. Yeah. So I found Infinity Wars tweet. It was posted on May first, confirming that the map will remain free to play. So disregard that Activision support email. I just thought that was funny that mm-hmm. we've had so much controversy with DMZ with the pay to win stuff. Uh, then, you know, the map is buggy, crashing, and then it's locked behind having to own the full game. And the then marketing terms. The marketing terms. Uh, do you spawn in with a three plate or not? Like, that was a big question mark. I think Lego, funny enough, I remember I saw a notification for, for a video he posted. It was a while ago where I think he, he made a video talking about the big change that uh, that the map got with spawning with three play whatever, mm. and I think the day he posted that was the day they posted, or the day, it was the same weekend where um, they removed that from from the game. So it's like we all got. I mean, <laughs> it reminds me too of when Billion Twenty One first came out. Him, him, me, and Dalek were in recorded content, and I think the next morning I posted my secret rooms video, and the next morning Dalek also posted his like ultimate guide and then the map got, the and it took away the map but we didn't know that was ha- we didn't know no. that the map was limited time for just a couple days so i just thought it was funny that from the start building 21's kind of been chalked with uh with how they're marketing things um now another thing before we get in deep with season three reloaded is i mean something that we were going to bring up at some point is the cod cycle right now in full effect i mean i'm gonna try to find this tweet i think it was yesterday from i know doug might have quoted it um, yeah, it's 100% in full effect. Because now we're seeing... What are we seeing now? The praise for Vanguard. We're seeing Vanguard praise. We're seeing... We're seeing... Uh, praise that it never got during the cycle. Like, Here it actually go. never got. Yeah. And this is one of a few occasions where I'm like, do people just not vibe with Mono Warfare 2 enough to where they're saying that? Or do they genuinely believe in their hearts that Vanguard was a good game for them? Mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder. Because I don't think viewership will ever pick up for a game like that. So the creator saying that it was underrated, I mean, totally subjective. They can think whatever they want. But I don't think there's a viewership incentive to say that. There's a viewership incentive to say, you know, for people to be like, oh, my God, COD is bad, BO3 better, BO4 better, or whatever. Because views could maybe support them in that when they post their videos. Mm-hmm. But for a game like Vanguard, I don't think, I mean, what do you, what do you, <laughs> what do you, what do you think about, about this, this, this turnaround for Vanguard here? Well, I'm just, I'm just looking at this gameplay. I, I don't know any of these weapons this guy is using. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I've never played on that map once. I mean, I know it's a rematch. That TTK, man. Uh, I know. I, I, can't, I can't get behind that. Because, I, I mean, I, I've said it off stream how many times now. The way that you describe to somebody how to play Vanguard multiplayer is the same way you would describe to them how to play hardcore. It's all about reaction time. It's there, there. It really is no gunfight. There very, there rarely is an altercation where you get shot at first and you can somehow outgun them. It's a, it's a hardcore TTK instant yeah. one tap with, with any gun. Who gets the first shot wins? Literally. And if anybody disagrees with that, you know, sure, disagree. But, like, honestly, like play the game. And I'm like, I'm playing hardcore. 
Like, then you play actual hardcore in that game. It's like you sneeze in the wrong direction. You're going to kill your whole, you know, you kill everybody. I can only imagine. I mean, we don't have tweets to to show to to prove this, but I know they're 100% out there somewhere. Where probably about like a week or a month after Vanguard was out, people looking back on Cold War and being like, damn. This game was actually so good. Right. I feel like that. I feel like that happened the fastest for the for Cold War because uh, of zombies and because of just yeah. Vanguard as a whole, where it immediately made people just think back to what we just had previous being peak Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, and I always said you can go back in in the podcast way way back during Cold War. I always said we're living in the glory days of Call of Duty, being the Cold War cycle. And yeah, you know, I, and the pe- and a lot of people are, don't understand that, and will not, and we're gonna, and they're gonna take it for granted, and then look back on it like, damn, maybe you know, I should have really liked that game. Yeah, Cold War had a had a lot going for it. Right. Um. But yeah, I, I know I've said that on the pod where I fully agree with it. I mean, it, that, that was a new golden era. Day, we're in the glory days of Call of Duty, and I still believe we're actually we're we are in the glory days of Call of Duty as well. With, with, right. Right now. now. Yeah. Um. No, I mean that's why I'm really excited about that project we're working on, which hopefully launches in June because. It's 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 just it comes full circle with what we've been talking about for the longest time, like with the with where COD is right now and where content is as well. You know how to really innovate during during an oversaturated period of time, in, in a sense for like the content creation scene. But somebody actually, you know, I, I I've heard of Exo Ghost before. I just want to I just think it's funny. Somebody quoted um, his tweet about Vanguard with his old tweets. Vanguard is near its end. This felt like the longest year due to how boring this COD was. Hopefully nobody will remember this game once Mono for Two is out. We can pretend that Vanguard never existed. Here's the here's some facts about State of Wars, uh, State of Call of Duty franchise. Vanguard was the worst selling COD title, first COD title to not be number one sold game in a period of twelve months. COD lost fifty million players in the last year, so he has a bunch of tweets bashing it, but then puts out this the, the video. Like I'm not bashing on him, I just think it's funny. Somebody called him out for his old tweets. I so here's the thing, right? Very rarely have I had an opinion on a game because I'm very particular with my games. Very rarely have I had an opinion on a game where I'm like this, and then a year later I'm like 180. I, yeah. I never I never do that ever. I, I remember from the beginning, I've always said Modern Warfare 19 wasn't a game for me. I said that from the beginning. When I got my PC, though, I was like, the game feels better than what it was on console. I respect it more now. But I wasn't like, oh, my God, best game, dude. Like, underrated. I, I never have ever done that. But like you were saying earlier with Cold War, people figured out right when Vanguard came out that Cold War was going to be the last of its kind. The last game, not in the Modern Warfare engine. It was classic arcade Call of Duty. Vanguard wasn't going to be that. We know the game after that, Mono for 2 was not going to be that. And we know that going forward, we're all on the same engine now. So people have now realized what Cold War really was. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think you've 180'd any opinion either <sighs> on, on Call of Duty. Like, I think if you, ever, if you ever liked the game or didn't like it, like, <laughs> maybe you're, you're pretty consistent. Not on a game as a whole, but maybe there was some time in the past where it was like, my opinion changed on something to do with the game. Um, but... Nothing, yeah. nothing as major as like a full COD title, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed Vanguard Zombies when it actually released, um, but sadly they didn't update it as I thought yeah. they, they would have. I think so you saw, I think as, as a diehard Zombies fan, you saw the potential exactly. of where it can go. And for somebody that already liked Outbreak, you were like, okay, this hybrid Outbreak round based formula, which kind of just was just really onslaught with some substance because it was like objective <laughs> on multiplayer maps. Um, you were able to see, hey, this is where things can go the rest of the year, but then obviously that didn't pan out. If Vanguard was successful, maybe they would have put more budget into it, but I, I doubt it. Um, yeah. Look at the COD cycle, though. The thing is, you know, it happens every year. People that praise the last game say the new game sucks, but I was saying this a good like nine months ago. I'm like, I don't ever see people looking back at Vanguard and saying this was the game. I, I just don't see it. 
it also never happened with Infinite Warfare. You've seen people say, oh, it's kind of underrated. But Infinite Warfare never got love years later either. Uh, but overall, I, I just think it's it's funny to see where we're at, I mean, right now. I mean, what are your thoughts on, on the whole, like, this was all during Cold War and Vanguard. Model for 19, best game ever made. Infinity World will save us. How crazy is it that, like, that might have been the biggest blow up in people's faces? Like, right yeah. now. Even though I like Model Over 2, I know you do. You like DMZ as well. We like it. But from a community standpoint, seeing where people are at... I mean, I, I like everything to do with MW2 except Warzone. Um, because, I, I mean, I never thought Warzone was good to begin with, so... Fair. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the question again? Well, more of just, like, how funny is it that, like, it might have oh, been the yeah. biggest blow in people's faces that, you know, IW will save us, mm -hmm. MW2 will be the best game ever. We like it, and we're the ones telling people, like, yeah, you probably should have... Kept, you know, probably should have been nicer to a game like Cold War, which is a game people are going back to now. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure if any anyone in the chat here has, has scrolled on Twitter for at least ten minutes and in the Call of Duty community, you probably have seen people saying, at "This dev studio will save us." Waiting till year, yeah, wait, waiting till 2024, 2023, whatever the case may be. Yeah, waiting for Infinity War, waiting for Treyarch. Um, we've heard that time and time again. When I think. What the what we need to start doing as a community as ju is just, you know, enjoying the game we have in front of us, because most of the time, if uh, for a lot of people, the opinion usually flip flops, um, for whatever reason. I I, yeah. I can tell you, it's the COD cycle, uh, as yeah. the image was shown on screen. Um, yeah, yeah, very very interesting stuff though, especially like especially something like Cold War, man. Cold War was just. And, yeah. and, and every in every way possible, every mode every mode was getting updated very very well. Nothing was left behind. Nothing ever felt left behind. It was all quality content. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. I, I wasn't even uh, like you know. And I don't want anybody to take it the wrong way. Like we're not trying to call out this creator for changing his opinion. I I personally don't care what anybody's opinion is of Call yeah, of Duty. Exactly. Like I genuinely don't care. But it's just, it's just a discussion. It, yeah, it's just a discussion to have. That, are we at that point now? You know, so I wonder whatever Sledgehammer's game is, and that comes out, whatatever state that's in, however that's received, will people will people then be like, oh my god, Model for Two was great. I got, hope, dude, I like got hopes for that game. I got hopes for the the next Sledgehammer game because, like, I don't know. I I like I like uh, I've always liked uh, World War Two, the the multiplayer. I really love the multiplayer. Oh yeah, twenty seventeen. Um, oh, yeah. But sadly, I don't think we're gonna get, go back to that arcadey style with. Uh, no. But here's the thing: if, if their new game is like MW2, but just with whatever the case may be, whatever the, the classic, classic mini map, Dead yeah. Silence is a perk. Um, I don't think. I mean, I mean first of all, I don't really care about the mini map thing. I've gotten so used I, to that. Yeah, I don't. I, I still I mean, play. Yeah, I don't I'm, really. I'm focused on looking at uh, me running around on my screen and not the mini map the entire game. Right, right, right. So right. I mean, yeah, like, I, first of all, I get a UEV in like two seconds anyway. So it's like, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gen genuinely don't care. But I mean. Yeah, if, if the next Sledgehammer game is just Mono Over Two, but with listened feed or with with feedback implemented, that could be it. Could be a good it, game. it could be it could be fine. Because right now I, I don't have any, I don't really have any complaints. Uh, gameplay loop lies with M with MW Two MP. I I I, I, I think it's I think it's it's fun. It's good. The the camel systems are amazing. Um, yeah, and I've said I've said it a, a lot off stream too. Right, I actually think I have a, I've had a lot more fun on, on DMZ over Outbreak. Just yeah. because of the the interaction with real people, you know the yeah. real stakes. PvPve. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I, you know, I think some of the systems are better in MW2 compared to Cold War. Sure. Um, being the camo system. Oh yeah, and for I, sure. I mean, system. I, I like I like how intuitive that is. Yeah. For but sure. you know, MW2 also has its faults. It's not a perfect game. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
It's like, I, you know, I always reiterate, Chad. It's like, I, I genuinely enjoy COD 2.0. I'm happy with where the base game is at. I think multiplayer's gotten a lot better. Perfect segue, actually. Something we never got to talk about was the goddamn original Season 3 blog post. Not going to take much time on it, but just to kind of skim through. Quick thoughts on just, first off, Gunfight. How you felt about Gunfight in MW2? I mean, I've, I've really, I know they're not original maps or anything. Maybe we'll get some of those later. But I've, I've enjoyed seeing Gunfight come back. Hopefully we get tournaments. How, how are you feeling about the yeah, um, Gunfight Yeah, I feel like one of the highlights of, of MW2019 and one of my favorite parts of 2019 uh, was Gunfight. Yeah. Um, so them bringing it back, it felt a lot like 2019, uh, the previous game, the previous installment of the Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare franchise. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think Gunfight is fun. It's good. It yeah. has that classic uh, arena feeling to be too. Right. Not, not really not much to complain about there. Yep. I think it's good. No, for sure. It says Gunfight OSP to be available in regular playlist updates. So that's that's a variant of Gunfight where I believe you can have blueprints. Yeah. Um that it says it's coming in season, but ironically that wasn't even mentioned in the reloaded. <laughs> but I, I don't know if that's delayed now. It's gonna be added randomly. It might just be added randomly. But also, there's a point that we made a couple of episodes ago. It was that look, no matter how many original maps you add into six v six multiplayer, people are not gonna be happy until they see a season get announced with like five six v six maps to launch with another three in the mid season. I think because I feel like people have been so upset with six v six since season one because that that season only added in shipment shoot house. That's it. What it should have been that season is two original maps at launch, shipment shoe house midseason. I, I I respect them getting those maps out the way early, but people now have been like, oh, um, multiplayer got no love. Season two reloaded added Himmelmat Expo, the first original map since launch, because season two launched with Dome and what was the other remake? Oh my god. Uh my brain. Season two launched with Museum. Dome and Yeah, Dome and Museum. And the original map, Himmelmat Expo, came in reloaded, which apparently was going to be for Season 3, but do you do you think that was ever the case? That map doesn't really fit with Season 3, in my opinion. Paleo's Lighthouse and Black Oak feel like they fit the same theme. I'd love to to see a Season 2 Reloaded where they didn't release Himmelmat Expo. That, yeah, that because that blog well. post had nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Except that. The whole marketing was around that that map. Right, the Himmelmat. That, yeah. It's like 66! It's like our first original map. So, so I'm, I'm wondering what they would have done if they... If they, they had to. They had to. If they, yeah. they didn't push forward that much uh, from season three, I yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy that season three launched with uh, Paleo and Battle and Black Gold. I love both of them. I don't know which one's actually better. They're both played great. And we play a lot of MVG Black Gold. I mean, how do you because we we weren't big on MVG in 2019. The maps just I don't I just don't think no. played well enough. But I mean, I, I didn't like I didn't like 2019 MP aside from Gunfight. So um, <laughs> yeah, you were like all right, and I still uh, don't. Uh, but there. But yeah, th those two maps. Dude. I feel like uh, we saw a lot of controversy on launch day where people weren't happy with the MP content that got released. I don't understand. And, and I was playing it, and I'm like, "This is this great. Is <laughs> this is good." We're like, "We're having a good time, man." And then, season you know. three is is probably might be the strongest, it, or one of the strongest, if not the strongest of the entire cycle. I, I mean, I think it's the strongest season since season six of Cold War. Yeah, exactly. That, that say that next for all modes, not even just multiplayer, but all modes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DMZ is a completely new game. I mean, I haven't really touched yeah. Warzone. I'm probably never going no, to. No, fair, fair. Um, uh, yeah, I mean. But MP, I mean, cranked, MP felt good. Cranked feels great. I, I mean, they're going to get, it's going to disappear, you know, out of thin air really soon, which sucks. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I love, I love Crank. Face-off's coming in season. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, as well as Ground War Infected. I mean, that's cool. Ground War Infected, I want to play that. I think that you can get a lot of funny moments out of that. Yeah, I, I'm, I've, I've been very critical before. I don't think Infected plays well in the game at all. Maybe it's the maps, the way they design. I just don't enjoy it. But I think Gr Ground War Infected might play a little bit better. That, that's just totally my opinion. Though, yeah, but. you play it on those big new maps, yeah. like uh, the Afghan oh, remake. Yeah. Like, I think that would be pretty a fun. Nuke, if you get a, a, a strategy down in Ground War Infected, 
and nobody is good enough to throw a knife at you. I think it's a it's a pretty quick nuke because you have so many people coming your way. I think you can you can. And then, yeah, there's more people can, than, more, than way more. Than, yeah, uh, yeah, than normal lobbies. Yeah, obviously, rank got new rewards. Um, we'll talk about mid season in a second. Um, Warzone two. Uh, have you played like any? Resurgence or, or BR in season three so far? I don't think I don't think I've. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've played one game of Warzone. Fair. Oh season. no! Well, you played Plunder with me though. We played. Plunder, so, but Plunder is. Yeah, it's not not. Plunder's yeah, at least you play, yeah, Plunder's Plunder. Um, I was gonna pull up. You know, Plunder ended up coming out way earlier than I thought. It, it, you know, it was marketed yeah. as like an in season thing, uh, and ended up coming out randomly. What day was this? It was. Let's see what the date was. April twenty sixth. So for, the first thing I want to say is. Isn't it great when a season is so stacked to where you're almost worried about how much will be dropping in one day, whether it's the launch of the season or the mid-season? So I'm so happy that they were like, let's give Plunder its own day in the spotlight. That's exactly, I think, what they should always do. If anything, maybe another hot take, for mid-season updates, have the mid-season update release just the raid, maybe the guns, but then a day after that, release the other MP content, Warzone content, the event, the challenges, Mm -hmm. the rewards... Do you think that's fair to kind of just spread it out? Not spread it out too much, but just to give it a day, give you a day to breathe. You know what I mean? So back to Plunder, though. Was it cool that they released that early, or do you think they should have saved it for Reloaded? Uh, I mean, it, it's Plunder at the end of the day. It's not. It's nothing crazy new or expansive from what we've already seen in the past. Um, so maybe I'm wondering if that was their plan all along to drop it. Uh, yeah, at, just at this random time because I feel like in the blog post you just mentioned in season didn't say uh, it was going to be specifically for reloaded. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, plunder is plunder. There's not really much to say about it. <laughs> no, sure. Yeah. I mean, to kind of answer your point though, you're like you don't know if it was meant to release early. Mm-hmm. I want to say yes and no. Yes, the mode was ready, but no because you know the the secret challenges and rewards still are bugged. So. Oh my God. And there's also parts of Plunder that haven't released yet. I believe there's other in-game events that are supposed to happen in Plunder. Those haven't launched. Um, and there's secret challenges you can do with a couple of rewards you can unlock. And those are just not live yet. I don't know. But we ended up putting together a video that's kind of like a spiritual successor to one that we made during Wars 1. How to yeah. win and get max cash in games of Plunder. And... Yeah, we recreated that video here for, uh, you know, for Warzone 2's Plunder. And, you know, hopefully the video picks up, but I, I, I enjoy doing videos like this. Essentially, we go through kind of, and, and you were a big proponent in figuring out a good strat, which was kind of hitting up on Mazra City, yep. hitting up gas stations around it, controlling the center, and then grabbing um, safecracker contracts yeah, and, and, the, and just dominating from there. It was a good strat. Those gas stations have so much money, it's actually broken. Like, oh, yeah. Sometimes I was getting 175000 from one thing. Wait, wait, you can see, you can see my... Oh yeah, my, my cash is going up and up. Oh yeah, nonstop. <laughs> like nonstop, dude. It was it was actually unbelievable. But uh, I, there were some comments in that video saying that it was a bad strat, that all, and, and people were countering. All you have to do is you know go to this point of interest and and, and fight people. It's like fight. I, I don't. I think people have misinterpreted luck in a match where you happen to kill people that have money versus like a guaranteed strategy each game to kind of get your cash up regardless uh, of pvp i also feel like games where you where you're chasing the 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 top earners that never works yeah it never works that never works i feel out. like yeah, it, it's I, never worked for me ever yeah i don't feel like that i don't feel like that works but no i think we got a pretty good strat won a game i mean we you know we kind of repeated the repeated the strat as often as we could you know that that day and um it, it was a good launch i think it was, it was it was a fair launch for plunder um and no more calling dmz plunder 2.0 right because that that was kind of annoying the past uh few Ooh. months yeah like you said, DMZ is a whole new game in season three. It's like a, it feels like a whole new game mode. Yeah, it changed forever. Ch- DMZ actually changed forever. Yeah, that'd be, I, I, we got to make that a soundbite um, from one of my shorts. That's so funny. 
But yeah, the rewards for those wondering, yeah, that's still pretty buggy. I don't know what happened to those. I, I almost feel like they meant to save the challenges and rewards for like a future update. They, they weren't meant to go live that day, but yeah, I, I did cover that in a video as well. Um, uh, when it comes to the rest of the launch for season three, besides Palmer, what else do we got here? Uh, Warzone ranked, we knew about that. Um, thoughts again on cosmetics. How, how much better are they this season than, you know, previous seasons? How, how are you feeling about uh, all the cosmetics? I mean, yeah, they're, they're getting better. I mean, yeah. like every single uh, COD game we've had in the past, the, the skins generally get better as the cycle goes on. So, yeah. I mean, nothing nothing uh, crazy out of the ordinary that we're getting sure. some cool stuff now. Mm -hmm. And then weapons as well. It's FTX Imperium, beautiful. I love sniping with it. Mm -hmm. uh, Cronin Squall was not expecting to be as broken as it is. That thing mm -hmm. is broken. I love it. <laughs> Talk about Trophy on already. Really happy that uh, we got some, you know, some cool rewards there. You already finished your battle pass. All that DMZ you were grinding. Jesus. Yeah, you I finished, finished your battle pass. I finished my battle. I think I this battle pass I finished the fastest out of any battle pass in <laughs> recent months. Yeah. Um, yeah. I finished it so fast it was just done like that because they they did a double uh, they did the triple XP weekend. Correct. With, the, with Correct. the double weapon XP, double double you know everything level XP. Yeah. Doing twenty one bots right there. And then the double battle pass XP. So I was grinding and I just completed my battle pass. Yeah. I, I got black cell, so that's why I wanted to do it as fast as possible. Um, so. Yeah. No, fair enough. One thing I want to say before we move on to Reloaded is that I still don't understand the criticism towards the prestige system. I still, I still don't get it. I understand that the past couple of CODs have not launched with 10 full prestiges. I think what they should do is, like, launch a game with 10 prestiges and then every season add four more. Is there a problem with that? Am I, am I missing something that's, like, so bad about the system? Like, I, shouldn't you want a reason to level up every season? I just, I don't get it. I, I still don't get the criticism for that. And I feel like people are still talking about that on, online. Yeah, you, I think I think the the issue for most people stems from the fact that they can only get to level six hundred and fifty, or they can only get to level four fifty, or like whatever the case may be throughout uh, each season. Yeah. Um, because then you're kind of just earning XP at some point that you're just not doing anything with it. Um, it does take a while to finish those levels, though, if you think about it. I mean, you're like, true. It's it's four fifty to six fifty, two hundred levels. I mean, that's still a lot, but but yeah, you can probably get that done and, and before reloaded if you're playing every day. Um, but sure. I, I think it you know, to make people happy that you can get to level 650 and then you just hit like legacy levels for that season or whatever, and then you can get to what, whatever level you want, max of like 2000 or whatever for a season, yeah. And yeah. then it just resets you back to 650 and then you can get to 850 and then you keep going above, above. Another, I think, another thing you could maybe do is have zero cap for the leveling, but every season still add more prestigious to where they say, okay. There's no cap on the level. So you, you, could, be, you could be level 3,000 right now. But when season four begins, here's four new prestiges unlocked at the, you know, every 50 levels or every 100 levels. Maybe just add in more icons for every milestone you hit for the new milestones, but never have a cap in general. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if that would, that, would, that would look good for them. But, you know, going into the mid-season three update now... Am I am I nuts or does it feel like the season kind of just started and we're already talking about yeah. reloaded? I mean, that's a good that's a good problem to have though. I mean, do you think season one kind of stained our, our perception and, and our brains with how long seasons are supposed to be? I think we all kind of got confused. Season one was very long for a lot of reasons, but now I think we're, we're getting to a normal schedule of like season comes out, play that for two weeks, reloaded already. Mm -hmm. Play that for two weeks, new season. Is that? I mean, do you think that's? That's well, good. I think they should drag on the season a little bit longer. Well, I mean, it's I, a little bit longer than two weeks, but well, yeah, you know, it, um, three. If, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, like the season starts in three weeks and reloaded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd, 
I'm enjoying the the more consistency now with you know how the how the updates and the game feels, because um, like you said in season one we had that large gap where there was absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. Um, during January, uh, where no, nothing was added. Yeah. So, you know, it, it probably did stay in your perception a lot because it's like, is every season going to be like this? Is every right. season going to feel this long? Right. And thankfully, it, it didn't. Um, because season season three has gone by like that. Like, it's just so gone. quick. Yeah. I mean, we've obviously had stuff going on IRL too. So that's another maybe explanation as to why things are moving pretty quickly. But yeah, I mean, what you don't want is a season to come out. You don't want, what you don't want is all this build up to a season, all this hype, all this hype. It comes out. A bunch drops on the same day, and then everyone kind of, like, burns through that in, like, 48 hours, and then there's just zero for, like, a month, and then reloaded. We don't want to... Nobody wants to see that. Luckily, it's been... Season 3 had a bunch of momentum, came out. There was controversy, but still, the, the hype was real. People play, had a lot to play for, like, a good two, three weeks. Stuff was dropping, you know, sprinkled stuff here and there, you know, plunder, this, that. And then now we got reloaded marketing. Awesome. Um, Sniper asked if you could do a flex. <laughs> do nah, a flex, man. Not today, not today. He said, not today, dude. How many seasons are we getting a model for two? Five. I'm guessing five. They haven't said anything about that to anybody. I'm going to guess five. Statements they made in the past suggested that there's only five raids and a post-launch narrative will be spread across five seasons. So I, I don't I don't see how they can say that and be like, oh, here's season six. I doubt it. I don't think they'll do a season six at all. Um, but into Reloaded, though. Here we go. Taking a look here. And again, we should be getting an update probably on Monday from PlayStation Size or the usual folks on Twitter, the preload should be popping up in the database like any day now. Yeah. So we'll be seeing that. But let's start with DMZ. I, 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 it's a good place to start. I want to start with DMZ because there's a lot to say about that. There's a lot to say about that. So we'll break this down piece by piece. I have a video coming out in like the next few hours, chat. also going into this. But for those watching this live here, Go Dark in the new in-season DMZ experience. I think it's Koshe. Let me Google Translate that. I want to know how to actually pronounce this correctly. I just say the Immortal Complex. Well, that's the English translation, sure. But uh, how, how do you spell that? So it's K-O-S-C-H-E-I. Why don't you just copy it? Yeah, I could have done that too, but let's see. Koshe. I can't hear it, actually. It's my... Koshe. Koshe. I actually can't hear it. What the hell? My headset... I think my headset actually died. No wonder. Koshe. Well, oh, well. That died. Um... I'm going to say Koshe Complex. When it says in season, what, is this, what, is this, what does this say to you? Um, that it's not going to be on real to the launch. Yeah. And, and, and it confirms that at the bottom uh, of the final Kinda. line. <laughs> Somewhere in Almazra, an underground Koshe Complex is brewing something that could shift the entire DMZ as we know it. Another thing. Somewhere in Almazra. Yeah. Point of interest update or different map update. Say, we'll take it further. Operators, I like how every statement here kind of just like confuses us a little bit, a little bit differently. Operators must find a way to locate one of multiple entrances to the subterranean bunker complex, open it, and redact it. Be proactive in adding illumination to your hardware. Flashlights might be needed as you venture further into this redacted. Secure NVGs once you've uh, recoin. Wait, what is this word? Recointered. Recointered. I had to search that up too. It's uh, I don't know. Like half the paragraph reconnoitered. No, it's recointered. Is it recointered? That's a really um, weird. I've never I, heard that I, word I in my life. It up. I think it's recointered. The redacted, expecting some of the toughest redacted outside of Building Twenty One. So, when they mention multiple entrances here, that to me is like confirmation. It's a point of interest update to Almazra. You just go yeah. into the map, go to the three locations that we know about because of the faction mission, right? What do you yeah. have to do? You have to. 
place tracking yeah, devices. The place tracking devices on three uh, bunker entrances that are underground. Um, that's the final tier three mission of Redacted. Right, and the Redacted faction I think is literally Shadow, Shadow Company. Company. It's yeah. literally Shadow Company. The story hints at that. Secure MVGs in a crater phone call that we had for season three. This was a good what three weeks ago now. It was confirmed that DMZ is going to be getting an MVG experience, but not a mode. So we're like, okay, does that mean map then? It has to be. Unless it means dynamic weather, which is where you're in a match with DMZ, and it could turn from morning to sunset to night. But then how long would matches have to last for that to work? You want to, It would have to be like a never-ending server, right? Where you know the match never ends. The circle doesn't collapse to kick you out if you have dynamic weather. Unless matches last an hour. I mean, I'll, that wouldn't really work. So we'll say separate map. Because I actually asked that question on the call, and, and I was surprised to get an answer that NVG DMZ support was coming. We just didn't know how. So it confirms it right here. I'm like, okay, that's what she was talking about in the, the last phone call. There was another crater call that happened Thursday. It was yesterday. And it was a, it was considered a Season 3 Reloaded crater briefing with the studios and us. But during that call, we weren't able to ask anything about anything but Warzone Ranked. Fair. Warzone Ranked's a big release. Fair. Which means we're not going to know anything about this Koshai complex until, I guess, launch day? Nor further intel can be declassified. It will be up to you, the community, to discover the Koshai complex for yourselves once the underground facility is accessible during Season 3 Reloaded. Not the launch or Reloaded, during. But remember when this wording was used for Building 21? They literally said the same thing. They said that they couldn't declassify any more intel on Building 21. It will be up to us to discover how to access the map. So yeah, now we're really in a blender. I'd like to uh, I'd like to point out all the marketing terms that. Oh, you have them written down. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down all the marketing terms that uh, it's been done in the blog post since launch of DMZ. How they've explained. Um, yeah. Hold on, I gotta find it. I sent it to you. It's somewhere. I believe oh, yeah. it's on Discord. So yeah, the previous term, the previous DMZ marketing terms to you know market a new map in a blog post. They have used all of these ones in the past. That, that apparently explain the same thing, or we don't know yet. So you have expansion, area, experience, exclusion zone, and map. All of those have been used yeah. to describe Ugh. maps in DMZ. So, like, Sheik Island, they called it an expansion. It's a new map. You know, and they called Building 21 a new area. It's a new map. They're calling the uh, this complex a new experience. We don't know if it's a new map. Wow. Um, and then they just throw in exclusion zones every now and then. They just throw, they just like throwing that word around, and they don't, they need to stick to one term. It's so <laughs> yeah, it's so confusing. I'm I'm lost on that because Dalek put out a video. I'm gonna ask him later where he got this from. In his <laughs> video, there's a screenshot of like some description of Koshe Complex, and it says new DMZ exclusion zone. Exclusion zone means map. That, that's, a, that's a fact, because they've used that term before. Well, also, but so does expansion, area, experience, and... Expa expansion? Expansion wait, was used to... Expansion ex was used to market Ishika Island DMZ. I think expansion and area should be point of interest updates. Exclusion zone and experience should be map. But why even use all those terms? But look at the description. There's something going on deep underground in Almazra. Operators who deploy to that exclusion zone. That exclusion zone. Right? Should keep an eye out for one of several entrances into a new facility. That confirms it's a point of interest update. But then why does the, why yeah, does the, the headline... Says new DMZ. The header says new DMZ exclusion zone. What? Like, I, I, I'm confused on that. I'm just confused on that. But, you know, uh, here's the elephant in the room with all of this. You understand, I mean, 
Do you remember when they, they released that video of, let me find it, man. On the Call of the YouTube channel, they released a video called FJX Imperium. Do you understand? If they would have just titled that video, The Intervention back. Intervention's Back. Like, I'm not saying they need to care about YouTube performance. Who cares? They, they don't care about how, they, they probably do care about how trailers perform, but that's not the, that's not the, the moneymaker, right? They titled it FJX Imperium Sniper Reveal. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone. They what well, they, they should have called it again. No disrespect at all to people who, who run the socials for COD. This is just just as a YouTuber, what, what I'm thinking. If they would have titled it The Intervention Returns slash FJX Imperium hyphen Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone. What you know what I mean? Yeah. So the reason I bring that up is because from the beginning, if they would have said Building 21, if they would have just put the words new map on the reloaded marketing for season one, do you know how big? That, you know how big that would have been for the community to be like, DMZ just came out five seconds ago with season one, November, what was it, 16th? And you're telling yeah. us December 14th, a new map is already dropping for DMZ? That's all they had to say. But they were beating around the bush. I wrote this down here in my notes. I was like, it kind of feels like they're beating around the bush, kind of like how Marvel and Sony have to do it, where you know how Marvel can't reference the Sony movies and Sony movies can't really reference Marvel that much? So they have to use like special terms to like, and, and hints to refer to things being canon. It's like, why is COD doing that with DMZ in a way where they're like scared to say, you know, map or the, like, just say it. You know what I mean? Like what is, what is the, or, the at hold least, or at least double down on one marketing term to, to say what a new map is. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if you kept exclusion zone from the beginning, that's fine. You know, you call you know it that new exclusion map. zone. Yeah. Um, but you know, this blog post gives us little to none information on top of the fact that half of the paragraph we get about this new expansion or experience, sorry, in DMZ is redacted. Most of the information that we want to know is redacted on that. So it's like, great. Uh, thanks. Like, well, you know, if you look, look at each of the redacted terms, operators must find a way to locate one of multiple entrances. to so the subterranean bunker complex, open it and redacted. Like what could possibly go there that needs to be redacted? Xville and 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 kill enemies like in Xville with weapon case or or, or Xville with okay just put that I mean, there. Yeah. You know how much hype that would generate? Yeah, but but what I don't understand here, operators must find a way to locate one of multiple entrances. Building twenty one doesn't have multiple entrances, and it's a new map. It, it's get a key card, and you can play the map. This though. If it's a point of interest update, this makes sense. One of multiple entries, we already know about three of them from the tier three mission. Apparently. That might that might just be going nowhere, though. You never know. If but then it's, okay, so if it is a new map, then here's another question. If it is a new map, why, how would there be multiple entrances to play a new map? What what, what would that mean, if, if, uh, if that's the case? I don't know. Maybe certain key cards go to certain areas of it, or I don't know. Oh, that actually be kind of cool. There's multiple spawn points and depending on what key card you have, you could spawn there. But then how would that work for PvP? Do you spawn next to... I mean, like I said, it's, it gets a little messy. Well, it would work. It would mean, it, it wouldn't work. That, I mean... Well, okay. How about this? Three key cards. There's three... Let's say there's three floors in this in this underground let's complex. Let's say 4-1, 4-2, 4-3 or something. Yeah. And there's, multiple, and there's multiple teams that could spawn in, on each floor at once if they have that key card. I mean, maybe. But then what if too many players have that same key card? That wouldn't work either. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's, that's it. <laughs> I don't think so either. But... Be proactive in adding illumination to your hardware. So flashlights might be needed as you venture further into this what? Into I mean, this. It, it just said sub subterranean bunker complex. Why is that? Why is that yeah, I, redacted in the next sentence? I don't know. But do you, what are your thoughts? We haven't really touched on it. What are your thoughts on NVG inside of this? 
like inside of whatever this is, and like a, a very dark, scary, claustrophobic I mean, environment, I, like I, the raid. From I would like raid. to see that marketed. All the three screenshots we have are bright as day. <laughs> it looks normal. Yeah. Uh, that, like, that actually would have been cool to see. Some, yeah, uh, it would have been cool to see like like maybe a first person shot of what it looks like in there. You know, that would make because yeah. a big part of the marketing is you're gonna you're gonna have NVG, you need to run flashlights, go dark, and this new DMZ experience. But all of the screenshots look exactly like DMZ, and in, just in a new environment. Yeah, that no, that, I, that doesn't even showcase the, the thing they're marketing, which is very weird to me. I was gonna say, I'll pull up your thumbnail from uh, where is it? It's somewhere right here, and. Oh my god, where, when did we post that video? Jesus, I just saw it. You made like a little concept piece. First person, uh, first person DMZ. Where the hell is it? Oh, there we go. Right here. Yeah. So, w would you rather have a map take place like nearly at night or, or fully in the dark? Or would you rather, uh, would you rather have a day-night cycle inside of Almazra? Um, I, I, I'd like to have day-night cycles on, on every map. Preferably, um, I mean, obviously that's easier said than done. <laughs> right, it's probably right, incredibly right. hard to do that and get it all working with uh, the lighting and everything. But yeah, um, yeah, just like I think it's so it's so immersive to, you know, to spawn into a into a DMZ match and you don't know if it's going to be morning time or night time. Yeah. Or you start when it's morning and you end you exfil when it's night in the final yeah. exfil. Like yeah. that type of stuff is really cool and I think builds a lot of character to the mode that it's kind of that I think it's lacking right now. You know, yeah. they're starting to add the world building with the new the new uh, point of interest updates. They're starting to do all that, right? Um, which is cool. I enjoy that. Um, but you know, kind of the map is still more or less plays the same and looks exactly the same, right? And you're, you're like you know what you know what you're getting into when you go into those maps, and I I kind of don't really like that. I want it to be different every game. Yeah. Also, though, in your opinion, should this be a point of interest update or an actual new map? Like, do you feel like Building Twenty One be, will become obsolete if this is a new map? If this is a new, small, uh, fast-paced PvP map, do you think this will make Bones One kind of pointless, uh, or do you think that we should get a four like, exclusive think, zone right now? I mean, if if you if let's say this is a new map, and the only yeah. thing separating it from Building Twenty One is the fact that it's kind of like Building Twenty One except dark. Yeah. Just make a lights out Building Twenty One mode. That would be sick. Lights out. Yeah. Damn, it's a, it's a good LTM idea too. Lights out. Yeah, I mean they they've been like I, I like like I said before previously, Building Twenty One is already pretty much obsolete. There's no real reason for the the average player to go play that, especially yeah. when you have a Sheikah Island and a Sheikah Island open every day of the week. Right. Um, right. But yeah, if, if, let's say let's say this is a brand new map. It's close quarters, just like Building Twenty One, everything like that. Except the only thing different is that it's dark. I think that is uh, I, I I don't I don't really like that at all. But by the but yeah. the sounds of it, say it is a POI a POI uh, point of interest update on Almazra, you can you, you only have a certain amount of time in Almazra, you know, because the game eventually ends. Yeah, and eventually, yeah. pulling through. Yeah. Say if you spawn on the other side of the map, you take your entire time trying to get to the one of the bunker entrances, and then the gas starts moving in while you're underground. That doesn't make yeah. any sense either. Yeah. So now I'm when you kind of that's think about a, it, I didn't even think about that actually. Yeah, if if it's that if it's that complex. And it's like, there's so much to do under here. It's like, that means when you spawn in, you can only do that. Like, yeah. there's no time to do anything else in Almazra above ground. So, maybe it is a new map that takes place under Almazra, but you can't access it from Almazra. It has to be at the menu. You select, like, a different map. 
Secret MVGs once you've recoinered the redacted. What is like? What does it, it mean? Means, it means like like military scout. Like you you scout something like military. Why not just put retrieved the, like I I, I don't know. I mean I I'm I'm glad to learn new words every you know every so often. Um, yeah. And it's like the might as well put recointer as redacted too. Because honestly, security MVGs once you've redacted the redacted, they probably just put that. <laughs> like, expecting expecting some of the toughest redacted outside of building twenty one. Just say just say enemies. It probably but see some of the toughest jugs or or. Because who are the enemies under there? It's got to be Alcatala, right? It has to be, I mean, you know, the Immortal Compacts. We could be seeing a new a new uh, faction being added into into DMZ being the Immortal Lion. Um, you know. Yeah, so if Hadir's a new Khalil Assad, Khalil Assad's nickname is the Immortal Lion. Um, it's it's Hadir's complex. He has Alcatala soldiers down there protecting something. Uh, Shadow Company's going after it for whatever reason. They're really interested in it. And then you have the Russians... You know, Macro's plotting something. The Russians are out there. Then you have Task Force One for one. It says it says this is going to change. It's going to shift the balance of DMZ. I I also want to shift the balance of the Cold War. That's what I want to say. Does it it actually say shift the balance of DMZ as we know or change? It it does. Um, Just just go back to the blog post. uh, Was it? Yeah, shift shift the the entire DMZ as we know it. Yeah. So. This is where you is, have, is that a Cold War reference, though? I, I mean, imagine that's a Cold War well, reference. Well, what I will say, and I know it's a bit of a spoiler. I hope nobody gets mad at me for this. Gameplay leaked out of the third raid episode shows even more Perseus bunkers. So I'm curious if this is the season where they really tie in the the, the raid plot DMZ. with DMZ. Because you have Task Force 1 for 1 over here fighting against Al-Katala. They just figured out who the, who was in charge. It's Hadir Khaled al-Assad. He has a, a, a complex under Al-Mazra that we're going to see in DMZ. He wants to go against the Russians for whatever reason. He doesn't like Makarov, I guess. But then you have Shadow Company kind of coming in at the same time. So it's pretty cool to see all these all these teams kind of, you know, intersecting here. It's going to be cool to see if we... Yeah. If Graves is revealed to not be dead, we would, oh, have, we would have three dude. big bads going at once. You would have that's Makarov. As fuck. You'd have Makarov, yeah. Hadir, and Graves <laughs> all at once. That's for, that's for, and Shepard. Shepard is still somewhere, too. Yeah, He's pulling Shep- somewhere, too. Yeah, and Makarov's still kind of like, you know up in the air with the no Russian thing that they teased. So, wow. That's, yeah. That, that, but he's that, like, I gotta make a video now. I know, yeah, right there, take some notes on that. No, it's, it's actually really cool just the way things are intersecting. I love that. I mean, that, that makes for great discussion for I mean, story nerds. We, we I love say it. all this, but in reality, it, this this new experience might just be forgotten because it might just be obsolete and too hard. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it, will it say difficulty hard at the point if it's a new map? <laughs> will oh it say God. difficulty yeah, it's like it's like. What does it say? Uh, scroll down again on that part of the blog post. I want to. It says. Uh, this one or this one? The toughest. Wait, no. Uh, uh, oh, this one. Expecting some of the toughest redacted outside of Building Twenty One. So, I mean, I don't even know. Maybe, even maybe. Know. Oh, here's another theory. Shadow Company off screen takes over this complex, kills Alcatala in there, and then when we spawn in, it's like Building Twenty One, where it's Shadow Company people walking around who just took over. So maybe it means expecting some of the toughest Shadow Company folks. Outside of Building 21. Because what else could that word mean? Outside of Building 21, there's relevance here to Shadow Company by using Building 21 in here in the sentence. So, some of the toughest something. Well, based on these screenshots, AI. based on these screenshots, it looks like it looks like a more close like, quarters building twenty one. Like who's the, who? Who do they have on the ground like that? Is that, a, that looks like a Shadow Company operator. That's not Alcatala, is it? Or maybe it is. I just, you can't even tell. That, me that that's is. A, that's a, that's just an operator. That's just the base operator skin. But yeah. that right there, imagine like. All, all of this map is just hallways like that. Like the, the long corridors, like in the raids. And then if you have real people coming down at once, I mean, that's kind of an easy, like, wipe. If you just you just corner on the on the corridor and you see a whole, like, actual team running by, you just kill them all in one shot. 
Um, see, if, if this screenshot was dark and, the, and you saw three flashlights... I, and you see, like, the light just in this room or something. And then yeah, like... Yeah, that, that, show, that show, show the dark, man. Yeah. Why, well, why does everything have, to be, everything have to be tiptoed around? I don't understand. Yeah, just, I what know. about that that Hadir model? Or, I'm sorry, the Kalada Lasad model from Vanguard, which uses Hadir's characteristics, uses the same face model. There's a Shadow Company patch on his arm. Yep. So is there a plot twist coming up where, like, Hadir's controlling Alcatala and somehow takes over Shadow Company? Like, I don't know, man. What do you, I wonder why that patches are to begin with. That's a really weird... Uh, Vanguard moment. Really weird Vanguard moment. Might not be canon. Might not be canon. But overall, um, I am under the belief... Because, I mean, look at Twitter, for example. Anybody that talked about this map... Even look at Dalek's tweet. Where's the... Hold on, I just I lost it. When he tweeted out, it was pretty funny. Oh, how did I lose it? It was like, oh. DMZ getting a new exclusion zone next week called Koshai Complex. A new close quarter map set in a bunker in darkness. Incredibly impressive, in my opinion, to see a fourth map area being added as quickly in the mode's infancy. So, he interpreted it as such. Yeah. But and many other folks might have as well. Um, Killer Stitch. DMZ will be going dark for season three reloaded as we descend underground deep into a bunker that leads to the Koshai Complex. I mean, you, you, could even, you could even be crazy and say that in Almazra, you spawn in, go to those three entrances, and, and you start when, a new game. It's, it, you start a new game and it spawns you into that map. That technology exists for COD. Don't forget that, when that Verdansk be, blew up, it threw you in Verdansk '84. That would be that would be pretty uh, cool. Because that 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 would that would classify it as a, you know a, a new marketing term, new DMZ experience, right? Because um, experience automatically means. Wait, map where is to this me. from, by the way? This I, screenshot. This I don't know. I don't take, know. Wait, hold on. Take the, take the high risk and earn valuable rewards by entering the Mortal Complex. We hope you're not afraid of the dark. Experience means map to me. I, I don't. I don't care what anybody says. Experience is map to me. But so is expansion, exclusion. Expansion. Zone, I don't consider that exclusion. Sure. Area. They, they no. Said, area is not. They, they I know. I know. I, I just. Yeah. Just, <laughs> can we also point out that Almazar hasn't gotten any point of interest updates, for it the is. most part. Like big ones. I'm talking like a huge new area that's like boom on the map. True. Like, I mean, it got it got some smuggling tunnels. Sure, but yeah, yeah. I, and I, then it got uh, you know the Afghan plane, but you know nothing. The like, ship on on Ashika as well. Yeah, no, nothing whatever, like yeah. nothing like the entirety of Barry's being added in in the blackout uh, map. Nothing blackout like baby, blackout baby. See, I feel yeah. like I feel like Almazra would be trying to go full force <laughs> on those type of POI updates um, of previous older maps and just you know. Yeah. One season, it just plops down a new remaster, and right, right. you're good to go. Right. Well, I wonder, what if the... Like, Killer Stitch put these other things on, on Twitter as well. The most common feature of Tales involving Koshai is a spell which prevents him from being killed. He hides his soul inside nested objects to protect it. For example, the soul or in the Tales that is usually called death may be hidden in a needle that is hidden inside an egg. The egg is in a duck. The duck is in a hare. The hare is in a chest. The chest is buried or chained up on a far island. Usually, he takes the role of a malevolent... Uh, rival father figure who competes for or entraps a male hero's love interest. Like, what? I'm wondering. Like, I don't think that word goes that deep for DMZ. I'm sure I it's think, just, I it's just think immortal. It, yeah, if if the, the simple translation of it, 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 that word already means something to to a lot of Call of Duty fans. You know, the immortal. Um, yeah. So. He also brings up a good point. Even the raid is going deeper into the Urzikstan Soviet base we infiltrated at the beginning of episode one. There's every chance. Wait, there's every chance these old train tunnels might connect to the same tunnels that lead to the Koshai complex on Almazra, just over the border. Fast travel system. I mean, hmm. 
Yeah, will there be like a big connection? I think there is a big connection coming from Ray to, to DMZ. I think uh, for I sure. Mean, uh, finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah. I mean, we've, we, we are hearing at the... Before DMZ came out, the DMZ was going to further the story as well. And it hasn't really done that at all. I mean, I see what they're trying to do with factions, but... I mean... Like they say in the blog post, like, oh, tensions are rising within the factions. And that really doesn't yeah. mean mean much, but... Can you imagine if, like, it is just a point of interest update for Almazra? You go up to, like, the bunker, and it's, like, it has a key code, and, like, nobody figures this out for, like, a full day and a half? How crazy would that be? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, there there's also... You want to hear a cra another crazy possibility? In Almazra, underground, you can access the Kosai complex, and there's AI there, and there's whatever. It's just There's loot there you can grab. But then there's also the same complex as a different exclusion zone at the main menu so like you can access it in Almazra, but you can also play it as its own map like building 21 what what if what if it actually is both can you imagine that where you play that's it that's just confusing but if you play the map version it's like building 21 where there's a new weapon case there's this there's story elements there's like whatever but then you can just happen to walk by there in Almazra matches to grab you know whatever bs you know loot it could be ai down there i think but if there was imagine if there's both i think what they need to do in these small uh you know very high risk maps is make the spawn rates higher on scavenger packs secure packs and all and the new yeah. and the new vest because right yeah. now it's like i don't think i've ever seen a, a, a vest like naturally be able to be looted in like a, in, in an orange chest or a supply drop i've never found them in that i've only found it from bosses and other people and other people yeah and where do those people get it from exactly they what probably are the, get it from they, bosses. Yeah. they probably get where it from, do they yeah, yeah no, or, or crafting it but yeah i'd like to see those the, these high risk maps have a lot more yeah um, reason to play them right being the you know the potential to get those higher tier loot drops yeah I also want to point out in the blog post, it says go dark in the new in-season DMZ experience. It could have just said go dark in the new DMZ experience. But it, when it says in-season, I'm like, what I think is going to happen is like Building 21 where I unlock, like, remember, do you remember, you were here with me on Season 1 Reloaded. We were streaming. We were ready to, like, hop into that first. And then all of a sudden, a tweet goes out by Charlie Intel. I wasn't on that creator phone call that season, but a, a, tweet, a tweet goes out. Um, a tweet goes out that says... On a crater briefing, we were told that Building 21 is not dropping on launch of Reloaded, and they, and they will not be telling the community how to access it. I'm gonna, I need to find it. It was worded very funny by uh, Charlie Intel. Hold on. I actually have to find that now. So, uh, what I feel like is going to happen this time is Season 3 Reloaded comes out on, what, Wednesday the 10th. People out there are, like, on Almazra searching for the complex, find nothing, and then it gets announced later that day, Coast Site Complex will be added at a later date. I actually feel like that's going to happen again. I'm like, where's that tweet for Building 21? Just because the way that it's been worded, I, I, I really feel like it's the same exact situation here. Where we're just going to... It's going to come out like next Monday or something. Um, here it is. Ready? Finding it right here. Yep. Note. Building 21 is not live with today's update. In a separate location that's not Almazra, and Infinity War said it's up to players to figure out when it's live and how to get into it. This is not a troll. Infinity War directly said during a call we had with them last week, the building won't be live immediately, and they have no plans to announce when it does go live. You want to know what's crazy is that the phone call that happened yesterday probably would have clarified one or the other. But because it was ranked focus on Warzone, there was no room to ask about um, about Coastline Complex, which is it's fine. I was, I was honored to be there, but... I, whatever, you know, whatever the call was yesterday, that would have been when, um, they mentioned <laughs> gold. 
gold in the comments right there. Right away. So how do you like the Chimera and DMZ? You don't. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. I just, you know what? Here's the thing. It's a good, I look at my replies as trolling. Nah, just the middle finger people like me who's already suffering with unlocking some of the weapons and don't have Mono for 2. Yeah, I just realized that. If you didn't, if you didn't own Mono for 2, you were, there was no way to get the Chimera that day. Unless you hopped in the DMZ and somebody from who owned the game dropped it for you and you x build um, I wonder if one of the new <laughs> weapons is going to be, uh, you know, in in the uh, the complex. Yeah, because it says both new pistols coming are locked behind challenges. But we have what, we what? Know the challenges right now, though. Oh, we do. Oh, you're right, we do. Oh my so, god. So they fully, so right. they fully phased out DMZ challenges because everyone cried about the M13. So I still much. don't fucking understand that. That was I, so I cool. I, I love still don't that understand shit. That. That was so awesome. You're right. I forgot they revealed the challenge. I'm like, I made a video about it. I already forgot. Yeah. 50 sidearm hip fire kills for the Tech 9. F-Tech Siege. And then the fully auto deagle, the GS Magna. You have to get 30 headshot kills see, using the old Desert Eagle. See, imagine if they just said for like the, the Tech 9 or whatever that or X, or X-Filling from the Koshi Complex or the Koshi Complex. That would have confirmed it's a new map. All you have to write is or x on DMZ because someone could just drop it for you. You don't have to write Crochet Complex. Just write x on DMZ because it says or via store bundle. Well, yeah, like or via x Just like the Chimera, the chim like enemies use the Chimera in Build-In 21. Sure, That's why sure. it was easy to x with it. Sure. Just like how those would th those people would use those guns. I'm excited to use those Akimbo, by the way. Both both have Akimbo support, but I think only Akimbo deals are available day Akimbo. one. Akimbo. Ak you know what I brought up? about? Oh, dude. Um, you'll remember this. Um, Cold War. You know what I'm going to say, right? Here oh. it is. She holds Akimbo Tech 9s in right, the artwork. Your artwork's right here. She holds them, and they were never... They're used in the trailer. They're used in the trailer as dual wield. in the key art. Never got to use the dual wield Tech 9. Are there any other dual wield SMGs in Cold War that I'm just not thinking of right now? There's no dual wield SMG. Right. So if they were... Because they're, they're actually pistols in real life, so that's why it makes sense for Mono for 2 to do it. But it's weird that Cold War was like, oh yeah, she she kind of does it, but it's not. It, it doesn't really work. Um, by the way, that's gonna be that's meta guaranteed. By the way, both of these are disgusting. Are you, what about the throwing star? Are you excited? I'm I'm, I'm fucking. I'm so excited for these, man. I mean, the um, throwing star. Did you, you see it's a two hit kill? Multiplayer, it's chalk. But I'm saying, <laughs> Warzone and DMZ, though. At least I, I I it's so satisfying to down somebody and just and just you know quickly Wait, throw imagine, it at Imagine it. you cross off someone with a throwing star. Yeah. And just... That's what. Yeah. They're going to buff that. There's no way. Get 50 kills using a throwing knife to unlock it. Um, by the way, has there ever been a season? Maybe there has been in Vanguard or Cold War. I'm just not remembering. Where there was three open challenges day one of a, of a season drop. I don't remember there ever being that much day one for a drop. Uh, not Maybe that my two. brain can think of. Maybe two. Like, season one had... The, the, wait. Did Chimera even have an unlock in season one? I don't remember now. Besides the... the I forget. I think it was Git. I, I don't know. I can't remember, man. But I don't think there's ever been three at once. I don't think there's ever been that many at once. Uh, but I am kind of salty about that. No DMZ exclusive unlocks anymore. The, the, the free-to-play mode people are mad about. It's not even that hard to kill the chemist anymore. I think they nerfed them, actually. I feel like I'm one-tap one headshotting the chemist now on Amazra. So what's the problem with going up to him? Which And you know where he is every game. The it shows you. Why, I don't know why people cry, you know, are so upset about the M13. A weapon, by the way, that... Is it the not greatest? Good. Not good. <laughs> um, did you buy the Thunderfront? Uh, no. And it's because it's M13? Uh, and, you know, it's blue. Like, Not your color. Okay, if it was purple with an with an M13, would you have done no. it? You still want that because of the weapon? Well, it's just weapons I don't use. Like, Yeah. 
Um, damn, dude. I'm thinking about that now. It's like, is you think there's a good reason why the M13? Like, there's an obsession with the M13. I, I don't. I, what, what is like? Why? Why do so many bundles have M13s? I don't know. The I was very excited for the Cyber Riot bundle. That had an M13 in it. Is that an M13 too? Yes. You're fucking kidding. The I Cyber, bought it. I don't remember, dude. The Cyber Riot is an M13 bundle. Look at it. It's right there. You're joking, bro. I was very, very excited oh. for Cyber Riot. It has two weapons I never use. The, Vel, the Vel's good, that. though. The Vel's really good. It's MP7, bro. That, that, that's a, that's a good-ass weapon. I know, but two guns I never use. The operator skin is not worth uh, $30. I'm good. Well, yeah, season 13, I'm good. I mean, I'm good, bro. I mean, yeah. It, that That's really, an, I mean, I feel like it has to be a mistake. One of them was meant to be an M4 or a, or a Hemlock or a Chimera. I would have taken an M4. Because at least Purple Joel got an M4 and RPK. Like, those are two weapons that, like, are good at least. Solid-ass weapons. That's yeah. really frustrating. I just I just don't get. Yeah, like, we need more LMG blueprints. I feel like we don't have enough LMG blueprints. Wow. I think Cyber Riot's ugly. Look what Sniper said. No, there's no MP5 tracers yet. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the MP5. That's the uh, the Vel. The Vel's like the, I'm MP7. sorry, MP7. Yeah, Ugh. stupid. MP7. That that is pretty frustrating. But ironically, the people that people cried the most about the one and only DMZ unlock it happened to be for the M13 <laughs> of all weapons. Uh, that that's yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. But other than that, those are our three weapons coming. Also. Gotta get some thoughts, man. Kevin Durant reporting for duty. The game's tonight at 9 o'clock. Uh, they're down 0-2 right now against Denver. But Easy Money Sniper, what are your thoughts on our first NBA crossover for Call of Duty, man? Holy crap. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's... Because you're not much into basketball. You're more into, like, football, hockey? Uh, yeah, primarily football. Um, Got it. I'd, I'd kind of like if he didn't have, like, a military outfit on. Yeah, could it just be a, like a, a yeah, uh, just, actually wait, it can't be a jersey because now if he's on a different team in a few years, it's kind of stupid. It can just be a just basketball, a basketball jersey. jersey, yeah, the, the or basic just a thing. basketball and shorts, yeah. But you know, like you know, when I think of Kevin Durant, I don't think he has a sight on his back and wearing like a whole bunch of military gear. Yeah, um, which I get, but that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to like militarize like celebrities or whatever. They, <laughs> they did that with the 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 World Cup bundles. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, right. But I don't know. I think it would be a lot cooler if it was just like what what he is. Because yeah. that's it's not necessarily it, the only, the only distinguishing factor is that you can see his face. Right, right. It's right, Kevin right. Durant. Right. Also an AR and a sniper blueprint. Uh, it's a tracer pack. Um, I'm actually surprised they don't charge three thousand cod points for celebrity crossovers. If anything, those are the bundles that almost make sense to, to charge that much. I for. mean, you never know. That one could be three thousand. Yeah. I don't know. But in comparison to a game like Cold War, how do you feel about the crossovers in Modern Warfare 2 so far? Do you think they've, they've lived up to what Cold War was doing? No. Or do you think the crossovers are a little underwhelming so far? And the crossover is definitely underwhelming. Um, Shredder was cool. I, 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 liked, I like Shredder. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I, think, I think, you know, a, a testament to how good the crossovers are is that you shouldn't even need to, to really know what the character is but if the bundle is good and you like the content in it and, and you buy it that should that's what you should always be looking for you, the the main thing shouldn't be i'm buying this because it's this i'm buying it because it's an actual good bundle 
Yeah, for example, for, the game. Yeah. for example, the Judge Dread crossover bundle in Cold War, probably one of the strongest bundles in that game's life cycle, and it's like for a character, I don't even know who it is. You, you've never seen the movie? Like, I've never seen the movie, never I, did the com- read bro, the comics. Carl Urban, I think, played him. In the reboot. In the reboot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that was Am, Am 60s and something else. Mm, two operator skins. Very, yeah, no, that was a solid bundle. But we might be getting two other crossovers in... Uh, in season three, which I'm pretty surprised about, where does it mention them? Oh, expect more bundles to drop during Reloaded, including two that have been highly requested as a dream come true for some of our community's finest. Confirmed. Confirming community bundles. Confirming Tim the Tapman and Nick Merckx. Uh, those got leaked out by the usual folks on Twitter. Um, I know Charlie Intel wrote about this. Which tweet is it? Just so I make sure. Yeah. So this is all spark debate a little bit. Um, I'll let you start with this. It's not to say that we deserve to be operators, that we deserve uh, greater codes, but the debate has been whether or not these folks should have got it specifically over other creators that have stuck with the game full-time or have been around longer. What do you think about that debate going on over on the internet? I mean, I, I think it, I think it's criminal swag hasn't got, didn't get one of the first ones. Because yeah. what, what swag has done for the wars inside the community and in Call of Duty content as a whole, um, was it was absolutely crazy. And to, you know, to see, you know, people, like you saw in the comments, people that don't really play the game, it's not their main game. They're, they're never known for Call of Duty. Um, yeah. Seeing that as their, you know, the, oh yeah, literally, the, I was going to say scump and swag. Uh, yeah. should have been, is that, is that him saying what bundle, the first bundle should have been? So, yeah. So <laughs> essentially face, uh, Santana says, I love both these guys to death, but if this is true, I will have some harsh words for COD. And then somebody says, it's because their community would bring more to the table than yours or anyone else's. It's simple. And Santana said, I know that, but to say anyone else's is kind of wild. Outside of these two, who would you recommend? I was more surprised that Scump wasn't the first exactly. choice. Santana says Scump and Swag. I would I, say. I think that would be perfect too. Honestly. Because who really blew up in the Warzone scene? That's like that. Like that's the fucking Warzone guy. It's like scum, or swag never dipped. Like never dipped. And I'm not saying that you're not allowed to take breaks. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that either. But first of all, Nick Merckx didn't didn't he leave before Caldera? Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't uploaded Call of Duty in two months. I don't think. Because so. I know. I know he left before Caldera. Got got flown out privately to COD Next. Won the first game of Warzone two. Said he didn't like it. Didn't play it. I don't think. Is moved to Apex full time now, I believe. Tim stuck with Warzone, but I think has just now branched out with Warzone Two. He stuck I, with Warzone One all three years, but then I do agree with Swag's take here. But creators getting skins is a good thing for everyone. Uh, I mean, I, I would agree with that if they uh, did add the the creator codes because now they they completely just seem to abolish that system and either just funneling all the the money just to certain creators who get who just get a bundle. Um, so hopefully this is wishful thinking when they add these creator <laughs> bundles, they add creator codes with it as like a, yeah, as like yeah. a community, uh, like bundle update type. Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scump and swag. I mean, I was listening to the, the Twitter, the Twitter space yesterday that Doug and Keshav were doing Yeah, and they were saying, I think Keshav said something along the lines of, you know, Nick Merckx, he's going to bring in new people from his community. Uh, and then Doug said something like, you know, everyone who plays or everyone who plays Call of Duty already like knows Scump and like Scump is just Call of Duty, which I don't think that's really true. I, um, I think, I mean, 
I think there's a fair argument to say that Scump is is ingrained inside of Call of Duty and is not a variety streamer that has potential to bring a certain audience to then try COD out. So maybe that's well, what Activision saw. Well, even then. But go but, ahead. Yeah, no. Even then, you see just with names like the the Modern Warfare the Modern Warfare franchise that brought a lot of people back just because of the name. And I think that's what a bundle like Scump would do from people that watched him in comp 10 years, 10, 10 11 years ago that stopped playing Call of Duty. Sure. And they would say, that, oh, a, I, I can play a Scump now in Call of Duty? I'm going to hop on MW2. I've yeah. played Call of Duty in five, six years, but I'm going to yeah. hop on because I was a fan of Scump way back when. Or I don't even buy bundles in COD, but Scump's the GOAT. I'm going to, he just retired. I, I still support like, Exactly. He's, dude, his channel's a fucking banger, dude. Scump is, dude, on. Scump actually has been, like, he puts out, like, pretty solid gameplays. Like, you know what's ironic about Scump is that he's, st the way he covers COD, the way he posts COD is, like, the old school yeah. gameplay commentary. Like, I know Jeb does cut comms. I know, I know right away. And, you know, some channels still do cut comms. But the way Scump does it is just so old school. And it works. I mean, people, people like him as a person on top yeah. of his, on top of his skill. Pump stopping with the Chimera. Dude. I mean, holy shit. I was just watching that in the loft. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's just sick, dude. But, you know... Here's the thing, right? For, 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 for a content creator's perspective, you know, I'll say from my perspective, it's hard for me to say those guys shouldn't get it because it sounds like I'm saying I should get one. I'm not saying that at all, but I do agree that it is surprising they didn't look at kind of pioneers of certain things like Scump or like Swag before they looked at the entertainer streamers that are kind of branched out to other things. Mm -hmm. Ironically, Scump and Swag are caught full time. You know what I mean? Um, also, but, but maybe it's like 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 uh, Charlie Enzo was saying on uh, on that Twitter space. You know, maybe they they want to sort of branch out the new people, but even then, like if yeah. if you're if you're a fan, if you're a, for example in Nick Merck's case, if you're a fan of Apex Legends, yeah, you probably hate Warzone. That's why you play Apex Legends. So you're you're not gonna like you're not gonna see a Nick Merck's bundle and be like, oh okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go download Warzone to go play as. Because here's the thing, when he moved to Apex, I could have sworn I saw people that were just against that. Nobody wanted him to move to Apex. They thought that he wasn't fit for that community, but he stuck with it. G good for him, whatever he wants to do. But I feel like even the Apex community was like, we don't really want this guy. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I saw that a lot. And then, I, I mean, maybe now it's different. I'm talking about like when Caldera came out. It was a long time ago. But maybe he, now he's kind of like found his way in and the community kind of accepts him. But I feel like whenever a big streamer jumps from from one game to another, a big one that is, the community takes time to like accept that person into into the scene a little bit. Who cares anyway? You can do whatever he wants. But I'm just saying, it's I, I don't think those people that, who were like already hesitant in accepting him in Apex are going to be like, let me download Warzone to go play as his, as his operator. I don't know. Uh, also, congrats to Doug and, and Keshoff. They're starting a podcast called Update Requires Restart. Which is a funny name because I mean I saw people in the replies being like, "Update requires restart" has only been a thing in Infinity War titles. Vanguard obviously because it's on the same engine, but we never saw this before. Like, never saw that as an issue. Nah, it's never never been on a Treyarch title. Yeah, never been on a Treyarch title because you would think when you open the game, it's restarting and it's updating, not you boot up and you have to restart again. But anyway, uh, another thing that I, that I I personally am not a fan of, God honest truth. This is something again for a podcast, not for a video of mine is if Nick Merck says something like, if you're still playing Warzone, you need to get a grip, or if they're bashing on it or talking <laughs> all the crap, but then they get the bundle, it's kind of like, it, it, it's weird. Because I feel like me, kind of being like a new guy working with COD, uh, you know, being a trusted creator with them, I feel like if I said something like that, I'd get like sick to my stomach being like, oh my God, did I just burn a bridge? Did I just like... That I just fuck something up, like it's I, the shill in you. It, it, yeah, you could call it the shill in me, but it's like I 
want to act professional in a way where if Nick gets a bundle here, it just shows an example that like if you're at a certain level of success in the scene, you could just talk literal shit but still get everything. It's like it's unfortunate to see stuff like that because then others like myself and there's a lot of other people, we are very careful with how to approach criticism. You know, be critical of things that are not working, things that are silly, things that are like we do all the time on this podcast, but in a respectful way, not saying you're a fucking moron for playing this over that or this game is fucking garbage. Like I, I can't get myself to say something like that. I don't believe that anyway. I actually like COD 2.0, but I can't see myself saying something like that and then expecting like, oh, the, the DK Crater code or the, the the pizza box package or you know, like well, maybe you I, know, maybe maybe they they can th those people can get away with it because they have they know they have that sure. big of reach and they're like, I'll, I'll say whatever the hell I want. I just think it's unfortunate because that doesn't when people with that big of reach talk that kind of shit. There's folks that don't even play that game. They will repeat that like an echo chamber. Yeah. And that creates a problem. And me saying that doesn't mean that I'm better than anybody. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that creates a big problem when people of that status say shit like that. And it's to be rewarded for it on top of that. People are going to be like, hey, this is okay. I, I just don't think that's a good thing for the creator space. But to your point about them removing the codes, that's kind of strange to me. Because yeah. I, I feel like they could just, co why not copy the Epic game system? Losing money, maybe I don't know. How do you? But it, it, I, I just feel like giving everybody the opportunity to apply for it, and then having to meet certain thresholds—that's fair. But having that option for everybody, I think, would be great. Um, I'm also able to share this. I think it's been tweeted already, anyway, by by some of the press. Streamer mode is not coming, at least not right now. It will be something that they implement for certain creators that are being stream sniped, the bigger ones. But I'm a little confused on why that was a feature in Warzone 1, but it can't be one in Warzone 2. I'm, I'm a little confused on that. Some of the arguments were that the streamer mode would prevent people from being reported properly, but I'm like, how did it work in Warzone 1 then? I, I don't really get that. That was something shared on the uh, the ranked call a couple days ago. Um, another feature that I, I wanted to bring up because I think you would love this for DMZ, I know a reconnect feature just got found by accident. It's already been removed from the game, but it was seen in somebody's match. During our phone call the other day, they mentioned that that's something being planned for ranked first and then for regular Warzone later. But ironically, I feel like a reconnect feature is probably more important for DMZ than it is Warzone. Do you agree with that? Um, where is the video? I don't, I don't. I don't know how useful. Uh, I mean, actually, yeah, because there's sometimes where you crash, and here, it, you, sometimes you crash in DMZ or you get lagged out, and then your your shit is just gone. Right, but I feel like those, um, isn't that more important than being in a match of battle royale? And you're in, you happen to be in a good game, but okay, you disconnect. Like, okay, yeah, it's Warzone the other day. Well, well that's what I'm saying because um, it's like the, the stakes are not yeah. as not as hot. And yeah, and, you know, at first I was just thinking about it. You know, I didn't know how you know influential a rejoin feature would be for DMZ. But thinking about it, you know, there's a lot of instances where you know you, you get lagged out, you get this, you get that, and you're like, I wasn't done with that game. I want to go back in, get my loot. Um, yeah. So reconnect feature would be a, a W for DMZ, but I wonder if people would abuse that. Just get and get have a quick gunfight. And uh, just freaking. Yeah, they did say in the call they're looking for the best way to balance that. But I yeah. think no matter what they do, they're gonna balance it pretty well, I'm sure. But then there's still people that find some weird exploits, weird ways to kind of go around shit where they're exploiting and duplicating stuff and whatever. Um, Holy. But I I just feel like that is a more valuable feature for DMZ than Warzone, in my opinion. I mean, it sucks to be in a good BR match and you and you crash, disconnect. I know it sucks, and I hope the feature could work for everything. But I feel like DMZ is D mode, where it's like a no brainer to have that because of the looting system and because of your 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 inventory. But uh, yeah, reload is looking to be pretty sharp, man. Oh, we're about a couple days away from it. What else is going on, in chat? 
What I miss. We're gonna sky touch this, but strong looking buff, tough looking MF built like a, a Ford patrol truck. Damn, dude. <laughs> hey man, you better pull up to Vegas, dude. Sky gonna pull up like this, dude, with the uh, oh my king God. outfit on. Tracer pack twenty twenty three. That's a. I, I might buy this bundle. To be honest with you, it looks pretty. I like the skin's pretty sick. Yes, yeah, Sky. Actually... Sky, if you come out to Vegas, I arm wrestle you. I arm wrestled DK and I won. So I'm... well, you also like tore something in my arm, and I was sore <laughs> for like three weeks. I, don't, I, I was trying really hard, and we were good. And then I, I felt things like tore, like tear up here, and I'm like, wow, my arm's <laughs> fucked up. So yeah, um, I'll gladly uh, withdraw from from that one. <laughs> but yeah, so June 15th to the 18th is, is the whole champs event. We're just gonna be there on the 18th, which is the Sunday. Yeah, Pajardi about to snap my elbow. That's what I basically did to you. you pretty much snap my elbow, yeah, which was great. Like I'm a, I'm up, like, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm like buff, but like I'm a pretty like you know I'm, I'm pretty in shape. <laughs> but like that that that, that took, me for a, took me for a spin, dude. I was like, damn. Totally fucked me up. Oh, oh my god, dude. Humbled that guy real quick. You humbled me, yeah, humble me up real quick. I, I need thoughts on, on the rat, dude. What's up with the rat, bro? That's cool. I mean, it's, I hopefully, I would like to see some, uh, maybe maybe a seal operator skin. Yeah, so we could just, yeah. Clap, yeah. clap like a seal a little bit for yeah, Stone. Clap Stone. like a seal. Yeah. But the rat, Stone's you know, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a meme. Uh, you know, you know, people sit in the corner, you're a rat. Um, well, Shredder was last season, so now Master Splinter's in. <laughs> so, now, so now you have that. This shit is just made at Master Splinter. That's funny. That's though. Fun. I, I, I didn't even think of that. That's I'm debating really if I buy this, am I an asshole or am I able to buy this? What do you think? It comes with two blueprints, an SMG and an LMG. I mean, Sh should yeah. I cop this? I'm guessing. I'm guessing it would be paid because it's it's WSOROW World Series of Warzone. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, yeah, it doesn't say how many. Yeah, if it's COD points or not. I'm yeah, guessing it's gonna, it's gonna be, be like 15 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, it, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty funny, man. I'm 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 looking forward to that. Um, friends don't tear friends' ligaments. I mean, he challenged me to the arm wrestle, so I, I did put myself in that situation. Yeah, so it's, it's, my, it's my fault completely. It was when I just first got there. I took my sweater off, and you're like, Jesus, man, you trying to like fight me? Or like, yeah, <laughs> I know. we had a bomb ass lunch that day too. But like, I, I, while, while I'm eating, my arm is like fucking half broken here, and I'm like, shit, dude. Um, yeah, and I'm like, whatever. It is what it is. Um, the other, you remember the other day on stream, you were watching, right? My, I woke up and my, my pointer finger mm. was like shot. My back was shot. Yeah, and my and this finger, yeah. So I'm like trying to stretch it out a little bit and uh, you know, our gun, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I don't know what, it, I slept on it or something. I don't know what happened. See, but, I uh, got story time. Go I, I had, I had, I got carpal tunnel in my left hand. Uh, yeah. Very temporarily. And luckily I caught it early. Yeah. So like, I'm good now. My, my left hand is fine. But, um, I was playing Mario Party. <laughs> with my mom yeah. and it was a game where you had to you had to spam spam the buttons you had to mash the buttons really yeah. fast and I would do it over <laughs> oh and over again God. trying to get uh, and this was recent by yeah. the way like no longer than a year ago yeah um, Yeah. and I would try to spam the buttons to get a faster and faster time right right and the next day it was like like I would go like this and you can feel all those ligaments oh, in here and, and I had to I had to wear a brace I had to brace it up God, I, I, I had the carpal tunnel there yeah so I'm all good now though you know everything's fine you know you gotta get some of those some stretches yeah. in. Dude, I, I'll, I'll say this. When I was... I'll actually, you know, it was COD Ghost 2013. Um, I gave myself a couple tunnel from playing so much COD Ghost. Anyway. Wait. I played so much COD Ghost that I gave myself a couple tunnel. So when Advanced Warfare came out in 2014, I know I was wearing my cast on both hands to, to school every day. I was still able to write. It was just like... A, it was like an arm... Like, it was, a, it was a hand... Like a hand cast where I was still able... I could still hold a, a pencil about yeah. where those all day in school and i would say by bo3 like dlc <laughs> two or three it was, i think it was right when the summer when garod came out i my hands felt better and i never wore them after that but i had carpal tunnel for a couple years and i don't know how i, I i've been playing more since and i don't know how i don't have it anymore but 
Um, yeah. I, I really fucked up my hands uh, with Cod Ghost. I see some All comments uh, in the chat. Uh, whatever, man, I'll let you break my arm. Yeah. Skype said, COD 2024, I'll be there. We can do it then. I got one year to train. Yeah. But also remind you, I also have one year to get stronger as well. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, me and you are in the gym tonight. So Yeah, no, we, uh, I, I, the only reason I haven't hit the gym in the last month and a half is because I haven't had a car. I just got my car back last Friday, a week from today. So um, I haven't been able to actually go out and do much the past month and a half. But and yeah, then, we're good now. And Zai said you can sue Nintendo. I mean, I probably can't because it says it says the no. tape breaks during those mini games. It what says, if somebody says, shoves the thing up their ass or they swallow the controller? That's not is that Nintendo's fault that someone did that? No. I mean <laughs> it's like what is how, how can you sue Nintendo for that shove, one? Shove yeah. up the Nintendo thing up your ass. No, like honestly, like what did they do wrong to put you in that I, I mean but uh kind of start, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, he said, well, kind of circling back though, this is something funny to me because uh, People, I think, had different expectations for yep. this. The 2009 throwback audio pack. First off, we knew a classic Johnny skin was coming this yep. season. Didn't know it was part of this pack, though. Yep. The other thing, though, is what did everybody say, right, when they first announced this last season? Or a couple weeks ago, I should say. They were like, oh, inter classic intervention. Classic intervention. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited for this pack, by the way. But look, the throwback pack 09 weapon audio bundle will take you back to the OG Mono Warfare 2. With the good old days assault rifle, which you know is a hemlock, aka ACR, which yeah. I kind of already got through that classic ghost pack. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it, it looks exactly the same. I, that's weird. And the Lockman Classic SMG, that's an MP5. Yeah. Complete with familiar attachments and retrofitted audio from that Call of Duty era. Need to reminisce more. Use the classic soap operator skin, slap on the hacked emblem the legit way this time, or look at some of the other included items to get the full taste of an all nighter, sugary soda, cheesy snack filled game session from the days of yore. Um, those are the pizza puff days. Your mom brings you a pizza puff, a cup of ice Mountain Dew while you're grinding till 5 o'clock in the morning playing fucking multiplayer zombies. Those are the yeah. pizza puff days for sure. One thing I'd like uh, to say about this bundle, and then this might yeah. be a, this might be a hot take, yeah. that I feel like I would accept that bundle being 3,000 COD points if it, if, <laughs> yeah. oh no, sorry, I would like to, I would like to say this, that this bundle is 1,800 COD points. That's the, I don't think that's changing. But I would actually be okay with this one being three thousand cod points if it meant every single sound got overhauled. Yes, you're paying you're paying half the price of the game for all the sounds in the game to be overhauled. Which, is, which I think is good. That would I, actually, think, I think that's fine. Yeah. But with this bundle, I mean, uh, apparently it's just the two weapons. But now you have what Madonna's tweeted out is that apparently we have challenges and rank up notifications from MW two also being in it. I yeah. wonder if that is is just leftover stuff being waited to put in another classic audio pack um because if you name if you name a, an audio a bundle the throwback audio pack it implies it's a it's, it's a massive like it's a yeah. pack of, of yeah, you know, yeah. a culmination of all the stuff right um but just two weapons and a rank up sound which we don't even know is even in that i feel like they would say that in the blog post if it was um yeah, what's the oh, we don't have a release date for this either yet. No, that's it, a, it's a, a real yeah, bundle. We don't, even, yeah, we don't even know what's up with that. Very interesting. The bundle has been unfinished in the game for a while, though, since Season 3 launch. So I, I, That's going to be interesting. Um, also, expansion to the Trophy on event. How are you feeling that they're kind of ditching the trophies this Wednesday coming up, and now it'll go back to kill-based challenges to get two new Universal camos? Should they have kept it where, like, you just use trophies to then buy new camos, or do you like it that it's back to kill-based to kill challenges? Um, I like these kill base challenges a lot more than the than the previous ones we got last season, where it was all based on headshots. Because yeah, um, yeah. because now like 250 operator kills, I'm gonna get that just by playing normally. I'm gonna get the battle rifle one just by playing normally, the yeah. SMG one from playing normally, and, and so on. But I feel with the with the headshot one, you kind of have to 
like you like this is what I'm doing. I'm going in this game and I'm only aiming at the head. Right, right. Or it's like you can be more chill and laid back with stuff that's just get 250 kills wherever you get them. It doesn't matter. Right, right. Just get the kills. I like that a lot more. And I mean, I didn't. I didn't even get one of the camos from uh, Patheron. You didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't get any of them. I, I don't, Why? The can first just, the camo wasn't worth it to me. I didn't. All like the it. winds of ash. Oh, you can still get winds of ash on any weapon. You just can't get bowling blossoms. Yeah. I didn't like the I didn't like the camo. Yeah. I didn't want to go for headshots, oh, and I just I just didn't like I just didn't like the way the event was set up uh, as a whole. Um, yeah. Scroll back to the challenges real quick. I want I want to read the rest of them. I, I forget most. of them. Yeah. It's for but, all. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, like mount like mounted kills, and even it says down there the challenges look familiar because they're most of them are from the standard weapon camel challenges, which is good that they're they're doing that because like you said, you can knock out multiple challenges at once. I'm yeah. not done. I, I really want to get polyatomic, but I don't think I'm going to get it. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> it's just... What's up, buddy? Harrison, how you doing, brother? Yeah, we're together. Jeez, man. Yeah. So, the first thing I'll say with, with this expansion is, I'm a huge fan, by the way, that uh, event starts at the beginning of every new season, and there's X amount of rewards you can get from that, possibly one big reward, whether it's a big operator skin or a weapon. And I love that during the mid-season update... They wipe all that shit and add new challenges and rewards, such as Universal Camos. Huge fan of that. I think it's a great system. What I'm not a fan of is what Path of the Ronin did at first and what previous events did in older CODs, where a season starts, an event starts, and it's like, oh, do these challenges to get this big reward or this whatever, but then they're like, oh, by the way, half those challenges aren't live yet. So you have to wait two, three weeks to actually do that. Mm. Not a fan of that. I'm okay with them saying, here's the event. Here it is. You can pretty much do everything you can in one day to get that big reward, but then we're going to add more rewards later as well if you want. That's cool. Yeah. Totally fine. So, um, what were you going to say? Someone in chat said, didn't want to get headshots, beta male energy. A beta. I, I, I just, I, I, mean, I don't think I, I'm in the, in the minority where, you know, every single challenge is the same thing. Just headshots, headshots, headshots. That gets kind of really repetitive, and I, I don't think that's fun to I, do. I like the ones that are not too tedious, but the ones that also are a little a unique. player, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, from a multiplayer standpoint, I'll say I like the idea of, let's say it's get a double kill with whatever, or uh, perform a finishing move on X amount of players, or what's, what's another idea? Uh... To kill, kill, like, kill an enemy with two different weapons in the same life. You know what I mean? Like stuff that's just a little like, look different. Look at the sidearms one. It's just fifty kills with handguns. That's it. And, and what do you think's gonna happen when they when they launch this? Uh, shipment's going the fuck away. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> shipment's going away. That's when, not uh, gonna be. That's not gonna be in for if, a week and a half. If they keep if they keep close quarters, I think that'll that'll be fine. But you know what? I also don't understand. When I was out of town for that one week a couple weeks ago, I feel like that was the week when they were gonna drop extended shipment twenty four seven. They didn't do that. Apparently, that 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 mode won a poll. And I don't think that's released yet. Unless I missed something while I was away. I don't think I did. But Extended Shipment has never come out yet. Vanguard still has no limit shipment. Yeah. Um, I know Sledgehammer tweeted out. They just updated it again. Let's see what's up with that. So, it, May 4th. New feature playlists are not available in Vanguard. Oldies but goodies. I don't know what that means. Overclocked. I don't know what that is. Small Map Mayhem plus Hardcore. I get that. All Out Blitz. I forgot what that means. Arm I Race. Remember. You know what that That's... that's I remember we, we we joked about all the names they came up with that just didn't like explain what it meant at all. No no description in like the menu either of what each mode. They, they just want you to hop in and see it for yourself. Streakless yeah. ship pass twenty four seven. Okay, that's cool. That's kind of cool. They also there was no limit shipment. That that's been that long since they did no I limit shipment. I think overclocked. Oh right here, no limit shipment. Overclocked is a is a is a version of that, isn't it? Couldn't oh, tell God, you. Oh god, a burping, bud. Couldn't tell you. Um. 
but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's cool to see what, the, what they've been doing, man. But overall, uh, we're getting our new raid, of course. Talk about that in a video already. Uh, Alex is a playable operator. So you unlock him for free right after beating the episode. Yeah. Doesn't look like there's an actual raid bundle this season, though. They didn't mention one. They didn't mention one. There could be one. There could be one. But right now, it's looking like there is one. Also, I feel like it's kind of... Uh... What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Anti anticlimactic, adding Alex like this. Um, he's mentioned in one paragraph in the blog post. It's a brand new operator. You know, you feel like they would say new operator, new crossover. You know, like, my response, bro, is uh, Kevin Durant, sadly, <laughs> or yeah. Kevin, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. Thing I mean, Alex could probably. I mean, Alex probably gets the, a nice, you know, jump on that on that leg. You know, that would be cool if there was like gameplay. I, mean, I don't want to be paid. No, that window. would not be. Well, cool. it's not be paid a window because it's free. It's free to unlock and. and in raid, but what, cool there's like, like the Alex operator and get double jump. Well, not double jump, but like, like a little bit of like a little bit of a hop. You know, what I mean, like a little, <laughs> a little bit of a <laughs> that that will be in DMZ. That will be yeah. Complete <laughs> so complete the raid to get Alex. Earn a unique electrified camel by completing the episode on veteran. That makes veteran worth it because the first two veterans, it was a really dull ass blueprint in the first one and a pretty cool bullfrog one in the second one. But this third one for veteran is a camel. There's and another camo there's you also, can get. There's also a you know a unique camo in the in the raid pool. Or the whatever. raid pool. Which yes. I, I use that camo sometimes. Not a bad camo. I like that a lot. But then found in a classified area, another camo could also be earned in ra raid episode three. So is, does that confirm there's no raid pool? I think there's no raid pool this time. Uh, I mean, that's kind of weird. We will uh, we we will see. Um, right. Maybe they're just. Yeah. I I I couldn't tell you. I didn't think about that. I thought it was just going to be a, a staple moving forward. You know, you have the seven rewards, the veteran reward, and then the uh, yeah, the, the the classified reward, which right. was introduced in in the second raid. I'm very curious to see if the second raid is going to be better, or the third raid is going to be better than the second one. Yeah, the, the second one was hard. That's kind of hard to top. That's a good. Yeah, the one. second one. I feel like raid is is best when it's less like. Puzzle focused, puzzle focused, and, and more, more like just like strategy focused. Kind yeah, of. like I think I think it would be really cool if they play in the on the more uh, parkour teamwork stuff. Like I think that section where you have to turn off the gas, turn off the fan. I love that. I think that's like really good design. That's better than like one person. Uh, one person who knows how to do the code the thing just goes in and does it. That's why I think that's the zombies things. issue that that I'm, I hope yeah. never comes back either. It's like oh one person can do it. Everybody else watch a zombie or or go fuck yourself yeah, somewhere it, else. Like yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I don't, why, I'm not a fan of stuff like that. That's, that's why like that's why I yeah. I mean this is also a hot take. That's why I don't like go on Kobe a lot because oh, I, I always dude. I always felt like it was one person who's like okay oh I know how to do the bomb step I know how to do that that was me you, every, yeah, that was me every time you I'm go like, oh, here you do that yeah. tell I'll tell you when to press this yeah I don't really like that I like when everyone is what everyone's involved that's that's my opinion too being the person the past. Years that does all the steps in zombies, so like that, yeah. you know, that, but when you have a challenge where it's like, you know, yeah, cool parkour stuff where you have to jump over, everybody kind of has to play along with the mic on and, and do something, yeah, exactly. Um, I like that. Also, new spec house mission, which is the same one we got on Zaya already, it's the defender survival thing, but yeah. it's on half a that, court. That, 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 should I make a video again like I did for the other spec house missions where I just, I just play it, upload it as like a raw, like mine as well? I, uh, might, I might do that again, I don't know, we'll see on a filler day or something. Um. But you want to know some, a funny problem we have now? It's not even a problem. It's just kind of something funny. But I would say it's, like, <laughs> it's a little... It's not... It, it, tell me what you think about this. What do we hop into first? If the Kosei Complex... It, I don't think it is. I don't it, think it's going to be on launch. If it is on launch, though, are you still going with Kosei Complex or Raid? That's a hard um, one. If, 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 it, if, I were play, if I were at my setup and I, and I could play one, 
I mean, you'd be streaming the raid, and I would be probably doing everything in DMZ, getting probably recording actually. Yeah. Um, you know, divide and conquer for for content. Um, yeah. But, I, uh, if I was just a normal player, I would probably. I, I honestly, I don't even know. I'm I'm heavily biased toward DMZ, so I'd probably choose DMZ. Yeah. But then again, we don't even know if this is a new map, if it's just a POI update. If, if it's a POI update and it launches day one, should I hop into that over the raid on stream? Um, I think so. Fair. Because yeah, that's an because yeah. it's something we talked about yeah. with season one reloaded and, and you know uh, it's it's all about you know sort of covering what is the the least thing that's going to be covered. Because yeah. obviously well, the main we, that's usually what we do anyway. exactly yeah. the, the, main, the main spotlight of the reloaded is the raid. Everyone's on the raid. Everyone's, everyone's on doing it. the raid. Yeah. Um, but that 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 nice. was our mindset going into season one reloaded. Yeah. Building twenty one didn't release, so that plan kind of got uh, squashed a little. So bit. So I think we're gonna see the same thing again. <laughs> same thing yeah. again with this with we're this gonna, reloaded. We're gonna see the it's same a, thing again. But I mean, we have we have a plan for uh, how we how we yeah. tackle raids now. Um, yeah. So no, that's fair. Yeah, we have a good we have a good plan for that. Also, to look forward to in reloaded, we have Alboran Hatchery. Are you mad that this is a campaign section, or do you not care? Because I'm I'm, I'm hyped for it regardless. Any I'm, new map, I'm hyped for. I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. I think there's a lot more cooler areas they could have taken to, from the campaign <laughs> for a multiplayer map. Like, like first of all, we need we need a, a Chicago. Oh, we need a Chicago MP map. Please, honestly, uh, honestly, those server uh, they can make one of those big server rooms in a Chicago gun a gunfight map. Yeah, that would be perfect. That that's um, that'd be really cool. I would love that. Chicago needs to be a freaking multiplayer map. Or or yeah. or they can remaster that. Uh, that ghost, that ghost map with the fallen building, and just make it from free Chicago. Fall. Yeah, free fall. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, how's that canon? It's like I don't think anybody cares if it's canon. We just want to play a good map. <laughs> like, I, I was like, well, Navy Pierce would be a resurgence map at that, or a ground war map at that level too, in Chicago. But that would be. I, I think that. I mean, yeah, Navy Pierce is like a, like a, like a Arkham Island from the Batman. Yeah, that's a size. I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen that yet. We haven't gone there. Yeah, well, now it's hot out, so we could do it for sure. So I'm excited for multiplayer. We Talked could. about giant infection, face off, cool skins. There. Look at that Darth Maul looking yeah. other effort. I I, well, cool. I zoomed in on him, and it's a Viking skin. And you can see there's little uh, Norse like characters. It's on Jesus him. Christ, dude. <laughs> that's what I said. I thought it was yeah. Jesus Christ initially, but <laughs> Jesus Christ operator is good. Um, new crossover bundle. Wait, oh, well, we have all these fucking demonic ass bundles and demons. Yeah. Why can't we get Jesus Christ, bro? We support some Jesus, dude, in uh, in Call of Duty. Face uh, <laughs> offs coming. We knew that already. Um, or you know, or you know, tweeting on Easter. I think that'd be or good. Tweet out, yeah, tweet on Easter. That'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, tweet on four twenty though. Quick thoughts, like a sentence or two about Warzone ranked. Will you be trying it out, or do you think it's gonna be extra sweaty to where you end up alt fouring, or how are you feeling about there's a the fact there's there's reward stuff you can earn in it? What are you thinking about uh, Warzone ranked? Um, you know. Uh, I think I've uh, stated myself pretty clearly on, on, on my thoughts toward Warzone. No, sure, yeah, but w w <laughs> would you be like, okay, maybe I'll think differently of, of no. ranked if I and Treyarch's making it too. Don't forget. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure good. it's good. I'm sure he's doing a good job. Uh, I'm just not. I, I just don't really uh, see the appeal. Um, for me personally, yeah. Only for the reason of like, I'm not gonna grind it 24 seven. I would maybe be gold or silver. Um, not, not that I'm bad or anything, just that I'm not going to grind up the iridescent or top 250. I'm just not that much of a grinder. I'm, I'm very much a, a you know, a, the the borderline between casual and hardcore. Because it, it, obviously you see on that DMZ stream the other day, like, I slap. I absolutely yeah. slap. Like, the, the game awareness when it comes to DMZ is, is crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Ranked is just one of those things where... 
you really have to play a lot. Yeah, it's like you only and, have to play that. And unless you're, and if you're a content creator, unless your content's focused around um, unlocks or long sessions or sweating, then it's like for someone like me, it, it is hard to get time to like zone in on ranked. Have you ever played ranked? In the, in model for two? Yeah. No, actually, yes, I have. <laughs> I, well, I, multiplayer, yes. I but, played. I, I played yeah. when it launched, and I was like just mobbing. I was just mobbing people. Um, I, and then I came across a hacker. And, uh, I think I played LSC low hardpoint or something. I think that's what I... But the thing about ranked is that the rewards are cool. I do like them. But with the way I play the game, it's play on stream, obviously. Yeah. Get plenty of B-roll that way. Open lobbies, playing the new content. If it's off stream, it's usually I'm recording other B-roll just to have for videos or I'm recording for a purpose. It's, it's very rarely like I'm just going to sit and grind tonight to get something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't... Because... A lot of my time goes to videos or the streams and the other projects we're working on, pod, whatever. So it all depends on how your schedule is when playing COD. And that's the way I look at ranked is that it's one of those things that's like you have to be a grinder and to go in with a reason. I can't just sit there and be like, I'm going to put in five hours tonight on ranked. I would like to. Not that I don't want to. I would like to. But those five hours go into sponsored work, actual work, uh, you know, going out, whatever the case is. So it's like I don't, I don't have that much time to play ranked, unfortunately. I wish I did. If there was more time in the day, I would. Um, yeah, I just I just don't see uh, like the the skins are cool and the rewards are, are nice. Yeah, like, like I said in the previous po- on a previous podcast that Modern Warfare Two offers the most free cosmetics. You I can, love that you can ever get. Love that. Yeah. Um, outside of supply drop era, if you were grinding supply drops like yeah. BO4 and World War Two, but yeah, um, yeah, like with, uh, combining all of the the raid the raid rewards, combining all the DMZ weapon cases, the the rank rewards, yeah. the events they've added. There's a lot of free stuff to grind, um, from operator skins, the blueprints, to animated calling cards, emblems. So I think that's pretty cool, but I don't know. I, I, I like, the, I like the, the, the cosmetics I have now, and if something comes across in the, in the bundle shop, I'll just buy it. Well, something else, like that, that nuke blueprint in Warzone 2, it has tracers on it. It's one of the first free reactive blueprints with tracers that exist in we Call of Duty. That. I would love to do it. It's just like... You know, it, to me, it's like, I'm ready to grind that when I have a squad that's like, let's, you know, we have eight hours to fuck with. Well, here you, well here's what you do. You get, you get a... Uh, People that already have the contract yeah, ready. And yeah, then, exactly. Sure, sure. That's fair. But it's like, I also like the adrenaline of like, I just did five wins in a row. Maybe that's... Uh, How many wins? Uh, what's the max wins you've ever gotten in a row in Warzone? Warzone 2 or any Warzone? And just, and, and just Warzone. Warzone 1. Uh, There's no got more than five. No, Warzone 1, it was like two, three. Maybe three. What, on, on Rebirth, Verdansk? I had, dude, I think Rebirth might have been like two, three. Verdansk with like LTMs, I might have gotten a cut like three, four. <laughs> Jesus, bundle, DMZ benefits, aimbot, wall hack, take zero damage. Walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> Should have hey, that would have been useful in Warzone 1. Yeah, because you can't, because you, you fucking insta Yeah, military yeah. trained operators absolutely combust when you touch water in Warzone Literally, 1. yeah, because, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, no, rank looks great. The the, the briefing we had yeah. on, on the call yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah, rank looks good. It's just, I don't, it, I, I, it's not, it's not for me. No, it looks great. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to hop in, I think for some rewards, I'm going to, you know, reserve a day to be like, let me go in just for these rewards today and whatever. And then, uh, you know, go from there. But yeah, I'm happy for all those out there that are looking forward to. Should be wrapping up. Rank, huh? Yeah, that, that's pretty much just about it. That was the kind of like a. A recap of season three overall, because we didn't get a chance to really go into that blog ever. We, like the last pod we did, we kind of <laughs> went over all controversies yeah. for two hours, which was funny as fuck. Um, and also kind of catching up on the reloaded marketing. Uh, we'll be live again in studio next Friday. But this will be one of the last in-studio pods in this studio. Um, we are building out a new one this summer, and it's going to be fun. 
So we're going to get that going. Have a, have a separate office from the podcast room. That's the goal. So that does mean another PC has to be bought. So ironically, here's a, here's a shameless plug. Um, we are going to... I'm actually going to get the, uh, the bombshell built PC from Apex. Just, just going to be for podcasting. We're not going to... Really not going to play on it unless you want to. Um, it'll just... It'll be in the podcast room for just streaming the podcast Guar- Guaranteed itself. FPS? Let me, let me read that. 300 plus, 300 plus. Ah. I mean, yeah, it's it's totally a. Uh, they, do they are they optimize it? They, I believe they do, um, which is awesome too. So taking they advantage done? of our Apex partners. So yeah, just to get a podcast PC, um, to have that going, and then uh, getting a new Mac really soon so I can edit faster because this thing is uh, is a, is a, is a thing grandpa is... on me. Yeah, I mean, it's been through a lot. It's been through what three and a half years of editing. Plus, it used to have Windows partition on it. We, it was a hack and toss for a little bit while we were streaming on OBS from my my old apartment. Take me to the um, studio, DK. That's what Harrison says. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'll give you a little room tour in my current my current office. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna build a lot better, a lot. I'm gonna build a bigger one when uh, we'll end up probably moving. Oh, like Guardians July. of the Galaxy three, absolute peak. Oh man, that yeah, no spoilers <laughs> at all, chat. But that yeah, no spoilers. It was a perfect conclusion to a trilogy. It was very well written. A lot of high stakes. The best possible send off for our characters, and it makes it, it gets us really excited for the future of the MCU for 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 some of those characters. Um, definitely a fantastic uh, movie from James Gunn. Yeah, ninety eight percent audience rating, which oh, yeah. I think is disgusting. I, I saw people saying that's too low. Ninety eight is too low. Yeah, I mean, give it give it a hundred. I mean, I would probably high nineties for me, but it's definitely in the nineties. I think it's better than the first two. I think it's better than the first two, and it's, it. it, it Shapes out the best trilogy in the MCU. Um, well, probably. At least that's, that's what I'm thinking. But also, thank you all for 112,000 beautiful subscribers. We're actually pretty close to 113 already, which is nuts. Really? You guys are, yeah, I think we're like a couple hundred off. Wow. Um, very, very close to that. We, I, I might go, we'll see what we're doing this weekend. It might be a little busy, but I want to go live either Sunday, Monday, Tuesday with, uh, let me just platinum the game on PS5. It's not going to be, I'm not that far off of that. Um, to get that out the way. Wait, what do you have? Campaign? Left? It's be like straight BS, yeah. It's really, really easy stuff. So might, might get that out the way just, just to say we did that. Um, and then yeah, plenty more videos breaking down the reloaded marketing. We have reloaded coming out May tenth. A lot of coverage on that. Um, and then yeah, we'll. I mean, before you know it, dude, season four marketing is gonna begin. It's like holy crap, we're that we're that close to that, which is nuts. Fajari, do you fly or drive to Chicago? I fly. I flew in this morning actually. Um, got off a got off a flight. Uh, I was very tired. Um, yeah, took a quick nap. That's why the pod was a little bit delayed today. I was, I was napping. Yeah. Um, luckily my hair didn't get messed up. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I this is literally my hair after sleeping like an hour and a half. All good. Um, but yeah, I flew in for, it's a 45 minute flight. <laughs> ridiculous, dude. You, you're I, going I, up and then you're going down before you know it. It's crazy. I was on a very nice plane. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice flight. Everything went great. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah. But with that being said, folks, appreciate all your support. Any last minute comments, questions, concerns. Got a video coming up in the next, like, <laughs> hour and a half-ish. I'll be dropping that. He flies. Why do you think his arms are so big? All Jesus. that flapping, yeah. All that flapping. Sniper, I hope to see you in Vegas, man. You better be there for Kod Champs, <laughs> We're, we're going to kick it live out there, man. Lego's going. Um, I'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there as well. He um, woke up like this? Real? Yeah, dude. Honestly. I'll never forget, though, a little inside joke that uh, we'll, we'll let chat in on uh, little by little. is I went and got a haircut. I came out, and, and Buddy was like, you look the same. And I'm like, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah. You do look the same. Yeah. Um, for sure. Do you use too much gel? I actually don't use gel in my hair. I, I, use, I, I don't use anything either. I use a, uh, I, I blow dry it, brush it, then use texturizing powder, and then hairspray. So There you go. There you go. 
bust up. But yeah, what no, do you yeah. get Billy, Billy the Puppet? Uh, my girlfriend Christina actually got it for me for, yeah, bring for him, Christmas. Bring him in here. Yeah, where's, where's Billy at, dude? Billy the Puppet, man. Yeah, I'm a huge Saw fan, <laughs> as you guys can probably tell, so she got me uh, this thoughtful gift for uh, for Christmas there. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good freaking puppet, too. Damn, he's, uh, got, he's, got, he's got my bow tie. Yeah, he's got a bow tie. Yeah, he's, he's got, got my bow tie. This, this guy's pimping, dude, yeah. But yeah, Saw 10 comes out October 27th. It's not an ad, by the way. Same day as FNAF, so that's, that's a hard choice. We're watching first. Um, I'm a huge Saw fan, so I might, I might watch that first. But uh, yeah, W Gift, W Woman, etc. Um, absolutely insane. But yeah, appreciate all you guys Tickets love bought. in chat. Oh, perfect sniper! Hell yeah, dude! Sniper! Hell yeah! Yeah, we're gonna be there. So we'll be oh, flying in. Sniper there. Yeah, we're flying in that <laughs> Saturday, and the goal is to leave Monday. But we're very likely gonna extend it. We'll both have laptops, so like, if shit comes up, we'll just stay like an extra few days. That's what happened when I went there in October for my birthday. We got there on a Thursday. We're supposed to leave on a Sunday, and we left on like a Tuesday night. It's probably what we do again. We're just gonna stay a couple extra days, have laptops, mics, everything. We'll be Fly all good. About. Yeah, we'll be all good. But uh, yeah, appreciate all your support, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>